<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from if he says potato salad or swear to God, those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association voted the Todd Glass Show number one. So welcome to the show. <sighs> I think I'm going out of my Night, night and day. Well, tonight, it's 2019, and it is March 29th. Last night was my first night at Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Tonight, Friday the 29th, I have two shows. And then tomorrow, Saturday, I have two shows. So there you go. Today... Our guest was Ryan Stout. We went full circle. We were silly. We were fun. He was uh, excitable. He was everything you could want. And we even got into a good conversation about stand-up comedy for a while and then reverted right back to silliness. What more do you want? People, what more do you want? Also, you uh, can go listen to Ryan. He has a, re, uh, a CD called Man in the Suit. Man in the Suit. Appropriately 
appropriately named. Ryan Stout, the man in the suit. Go find it. It's available wherever you can find things. Uh, Follow him on Twitter. Okay? There you go. And then don't forget Andy Frasco in Los Angeles for Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. He's coming back to the studio. But then April 4th, April 4th, he is at the Lodge Room. Is that right? Yeah. The Lodge Room in Los Angeles. So go. Don't think you're going to, if you're going to go, the truth is you got to start planning it now. Because otherwise the date sneaks up on you. You're like, is that two days from now? Is that? You waste money on other stuff. This is worth it. Uber there. Uber home. Make it a night. I'm going to be there. Eric Olson's going to be there. Aaron's going to be there. Aristotle's going to be there. John Brand Wagner's going to be there. My girlfriend's brother might show up. Knowing him, he won't. He'll, he'll, he'll always be showing up everywhere. He's like, oh, hey, Todd. I just happen to be in the area. what he does now he shows up (coughs) (coughs) all right enough jokes listen um i think that's it all right oh by the way those who can't wait on tbs i hope i'm right tbs my episode airs i did it it was like over a year ago but it finally airs April 1st to George Carlin. No, no joke. April 1st. Um, so check it out. Tweeted it. Tweet, tweet. You're not going to do anything. I'm always asking you to do stuff. You've done enough. You've done enough. All right. God bless Starburns. My new they're they're the Lord to me. That's who I answer to now when it comes to my podcast. All right, that's it. Enjoy the show. Oh, by the way, Aaron Simon did such a killer job at taking the Frasco and the UN footage from back December 16th, my birthday, turning it into a 30-minute, and it really did a nice job. And I think in about a week and a half, max, we're gonna Put it out there. But it really, really, it's, it's, it's just awesome. I want to do other things with music in the barn because it was a lot of fun. Okay, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. Thank you. You're beautiful. I heard they might send a man back to the moon. Ooh. Hmm. All right. You're beautiful. You fucking beautiful piece of person you roll in the show aristotle it's a good show
we got Ryan Stout in the house, everybody. It's a good energy at the Todd Glass Show. That's right, live from the barn. But, but pay attention and it's us. Tell us when it's... Tell us... Okay. When is it going to stop? Right, it was us. Mike, oh, you see the whole time. We got you good. We got you, man. I feel so stupid. It's the first. This it is my first like 30 like, seconds, seconds ago. on the show. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> the look. <laughs> I like the look on your face. I'm like, wait, I, uh, did, am I, did you switch yet? Wait. <laughs> wait, where is it? I don't know. You hear. guys are still playing instruments. <laughs> I swore. Oh, I'm going to go nice and slow. Wow, look at us. We go all the way from that. I got my headsets on. Big. We tried to do it up big because, you know, uh, Ryan has not been to the studio ever. He's been to the old studio. And here we are. It's thundering out. I love when it thunders. It just it just makes us seem deeper into the night. Like, doesn't it seem like it's like three in the morning? I heard the bridge went out and uh, we're not going to get out of here. The bridge went out. The down there with the... Get the barn doors latched the down. The bridge is um, Save the horses. Ryan, yes. so we're happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Do I, I like that we had a lot of energy, and now, now it's back down. Oh, I always say now I can't. Oh, I we like can go back up. Ready? Da, 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 that topped it off. That was big. Yeah, you, but you can't rev that high, so I like to yeah. start big. And then I thought, what if I try to keep that going the whole show? No, no, no. no, no Come no. in big and then take a deep it's breath. It's there when we need yeah. it. It's there when we need the it. The fundamentals of playwriting. You need those ups and downs. Can you sing at all? Um, I had to take a class in college, mm -hmm. and uh, I went into the class going... Uh, good luck with this, because I can't sing. <laughs> and the woman teaching the course was like, oh, that's a nice attitude, because everybody who walks through the door wants to impress me with how great a singer they are. She said, this will be fun for me. And I was like, yeah, good luck. By the end of the semester, they invited me to be a, a voice major. Shut up. I'm not kidding, yeah. They were what? like, oh, you should, you should actually devote your life to this and practice more. And to I, George Carlin. To George Carlin. Oh, okay. And, and I said, I actually said, I was like, I'm going to go to San Francisco and be a comedian. So thank well, you. Well, you no, know I'm what? Gonna, That's leave. better. <laughs> That's even better. That shows how much you want to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. But later in the show, I, I ask now because I don't want to do it yet. So if we put some like, some uh, some words up on the screen. You we, we try to pick I, a fun I, I song. I could give it a shot. I haven't, you know, I haven't sang in 18 years though. I'll give but you. I'll I'll try some fundamentals. We'll try like a cool song, like like you know, like uh, the Welcome to My World is what I try to say. Welcome to my world, and we'll play one with words so you can hear the words or song you pick. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Now let me pick and then you pick. Could you do something in the Sinatra range? Oh, sure. Could, that would be. We do we, that? Would you be happy with that? I'd, I'd be okay trying to do that. Oh, so like uh, my way would be too big, or how about maybe? Uh, I could do uh, a few bars in my way. You want like me to do the, the whole song? I like. Do we the, have the rights? Oh no no no! Did you we, guys get the rights for it? Well, if we're if we're get it, the lawyer out of the closet and see if we have the rights. <laughs> 
He's in there with his girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's really. Um, so, okay, Ryan. <laughs> Todd was going to take singing lessons, and then he asked the is a true uh, instructor. Story. He said, now, what are some of the tricks we're going to learn? And she goes, oh, no, there's no tricks. You just have to practice. And so mm-hmm. he canceled. Yeah. <laughs> you I just got can- nervous. She, she was so sweet. She might still listen to the show. And I said... So, like, just can you be honest? Like, I don't have to go, like, la, 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 la. And she goes, there is some of that. And I got, yeah. and I, I didn't say, well, then I'm definitely not going. But I, I knew deep, deep down, I go, okay, this is not going to happen. I thought it was going to be, like, not tricks, but, like, yeah, maybe tricks. Like, I learned from watching old crooners some tricks. Like, okay. when they're having a hard time hitting the note, look, they can still belt it out. Yeah. But they'll go, now, I'm not going to sound good right now, but I'm just, like, it's a trick. And, and they'll go, ma. Way, uh huh, my way, and then the band stops again because they have to get the note up, and they can do it in increments. And if mm-hmm. the band's t- that type of trick, sure, or sure. like, well, or they talk it, uh huh. Well, yeah. and and there are tricks too because you can kind of uh, fudge the vowel sounds a little bit. Like instead of my e, instead of doing that, you do my, like you, my you go up way. into it. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. And also, do you think uh, I have a good voice? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you, I don't want you to lie to me. Hold on, hold on. Don't lie to me. He's saying you could have been a voice major. Do Do you really think that I could sing professionally? And you have a good ear. You, you, you. I think whoever told you there's no tricks lied to you. Wow. And then you just learned two, three of the tricks. I think you could be doing Broadway, Todd. <laughs> I think the question is, uh, did you know that Todd doesn't make his money singing? I, I'm like Leno. Leno makes most of his money I, doing I always assume you had a little something on the side making most money singing. Most of my singing, money I make singing. But, most of oh, my okay. money. Okay. Okay. Do we That's need to intru- Everybody got introduced outside. So just for the people listening at home, uh, Eric Olson, of course, is to my right. Ryan Stout is across from me. Do we have a little... Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Stout, Stout, Stout Ryan, 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 Ryan Stout, 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 Stout Can we get some reverb? And then Stout, Stout, Stout We know it, guys, right? Stout, Stout Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Um, and I, you guys spelled it right too, which I'm really touched by. Thank you. Yeah. I was cheating over on the board. Look uh-huh. how nice it looks up on. I love it. There is something romantic. You know what's <laughs> killing me though? When you guys do the the thunder, uh, there's a fan, and it kind of blows against the back of my legs. It feels like a cool uh, mist. Oh no! Well, no, no, no! It's environmentally appropriate. No wonder I'm hot. <laughs> Just fa- I'm like, I don't feel the fan. Oh, you're, oh you're stealing it. I, okay. Oh, it's shit. not you as nice won't. anymore. Oh, All right. <laughs> well, that's why it's supposed to be hidden oh, underneath oh, the thing. How about that? Is that good? That's for both of us. I okay, have it yeah, shooting yeah. upward. That's so perfect. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Eric's here. Ryan Stout is I'm here. here. Aristotle here. is here. And then John Bram Wagner and uh, Vinny. That's a good group. Vinny. So real quick, and then we'll move on to this. So I, I don't got a lot today. I found out if you could sing, and I put it down on what to do tonight. Oh, and by the way, everybody, I'll say this right now so I don't forget. I'm going to be at the St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis Helium. Now, what's t- what's Friday's date today? 29th is fr- today, Friday the 29th. That's correct. Yeah, so I'm at. Th- I was there last night, and then I'm there tonight, and then tomorrow. How'd last night go? Last night was actually really good, <laughs> asshole. Um, St. Louis. 
<laughs> we we recorded this before, but I want it to make sense for people. So so I'll be at the St. Louis Helium uh, uh, tonight, Friday, and then tomorrow, Saturday. So if you're listen, unless you listen to this podcast later, then it might not be the case. You were the last comedian to stay in the improv. Uh, the, what 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 uh, we Just saw something stay in the improv in, in, in a in a condo. <laughs> what, I, I was? Yeah, we saw it on, we just happened to flip by it on a social media the, uh, thing. The, the San Francisco Comedy Condo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the San it, Francisco what? Comedy Condo, was, wasn't, it wasn't uh, a weekly thing. It was uh, Dana Gould and Alex Reed and Liz Winstead lived there in the 80s. And as they each moved out one by one, new comics would come in. Oh. And so I was the last person in 2004 to move in. <laughs> oh, it was and then the landlord came in and went, you guys have been doing this shit too long. I'm, I'm going to... I, and he he uh, he served us with papers. Uh, really? <laughs> he was like, "You got to." Ron Lynch was my landlord, uh, n- not not the landlord of the building. He was my landlord. I paid my rent to La- Ron Lynch, wow. and he would pay the landlord because his name it. his name was on the lease. And Ron did tell me just last year he was like, "Oh yeah, you guys were getting ripped off real bad." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was making a lot. I, I don't. I don't think he was making a lot. I think the other guys had a better deal than I did. I think when I moved in last, they were like. Let's let's charge him a little more. Because I was just gonna say I was I forgot about that. That's why people will do that because sometimes they can make a little extra money. And, because otherwise, I thought, God, that's a lot of trust to keep it in his name, and then yeah. But people do that all over the place. Well, and here's the other thing: I was living in San Francisco in the early 2000s. I was paying four hundred dollars for rent, so I was still winning. Yeah. And so when they tell wow. me that I'm getting ripped off, I was like, yeah, Good, yeah, okay, good. Rip me. That's fine. <laughs> rip me off more. Um, can I ask you something about St. Louis? Because we were outside. I was talking about I was just there. And one of the first shows, there was an old guy, gray hair, starts heckling. And as soon as the oh, right. bouncer told him, like, hey, you can't do that, he immediately took personal offense. He was immediately like, what, what do you mean? I, I, when, does the, when does the comedian get up there? Yeah, like, he immediately s- starts taking shots at the show. Yeah, they, they, they get really... We were saying that when we were, before we stepped in is that it's like when you correct somebody and look... I always say this. I know what it's like for that person that's an adult. All I have to do, think, well, how do you know what they're like? Do you have behavior like that? They th- no, no, I did. Mm. And I probably do have moments of it still where my pride gets in the way. But I hope as I get older, I realize it doesn't work. Yeah. Not for the long run. Not, I, I would love to rid it completely, but let's say I scoured most of it away. Just being in an argument with your significant other and just wanting to be right. And then you learn... You know what? Get li- just if you don't care about being right, then you can solve this thing early. Otherwise, they make a great point. You even hear it internally, but you still. Then you go, "That's not working." So I understand what that guy thinks, but you're now you're thirty or forty years old. Yeah, this and you're in the 50, audience. Sixty, yeah, yeah, sixty years old. And if his kids old, and and I've seen it at clubs. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. I think people know a lot when they're being, uh, when when they're at a club, and. Uh, they know that when they repeat the story, it doesn't sound good. So I don't know how uh, uh, literal it is, but I think it's subconscious, or it could be, some people go, Todd, it's very fucking not subconscious. They know exactly what they're doing. So my theory is they go to repeat the story, and if they come over to somebody, a lot of times they go to the owner. I had this happen where I worked in Philadelphia. Uh And they go, hey, one of your doormen just told me to shut the fuck up. 
Right. No. They rewrite the no, narrative. No, they didn't. They rewrite yeah. the so narrative. They're the victim all of a sudden right. in the scenario where they were being. Right. Because I think they know. Incorrect. They might have felt like it. But oh, that's what it is. And yeah. Steve Young said once, he goes, this is the owner of the club. He goes, listen, I have people that work here. They, they, they all make mistakes. So if you come to me with a mistake they made that's reasonable, sure. I'm, I got your back. I got yeah. your back. Especially if you have a problem with one of my employees and you're halfway, you know, uh, what did he say? Level headed person. I've heard it before and I'm glad to know it. Yeah. But if if you want to come to me and tell me one of my doormen told you to shut the fuck up, I'm done with you because that never happens. That not is a, a line they would cross. Right. And the guy wouldn't. The guy went, he told me, because he's going to double down. Of course. He told me to shut the fuck up. Because what he's saying, no, he's not allowed to tell you to shut the fuck up. But so they just doubled down and the yeah. owner walked away. He goes, no. And I get it. He goes, I am. Not, this will be proof that I'm OK to enter. A, a discussion with someone that is absolutely fine line because I am 100 fucking percent sure that my doorman did not tell you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you said he had tone in his voice, and I always liked him that he did that because it's like as they as they get to the store the next day, I was at a comedy club and they came over three times. Okay, yeah, they were real polite and the guy felt bad and he was like, could you please keep it down? Right. <laughs> and their heads bobbing up and down. They don't get what they want. So now the story changes. Of course. And, we, and they don't know we watched that. You're like a, you were like a study of a mouse going through... Like when you tell people to be quiet at a table, I've noticed when doorman, just quiet, politely, hey, yeah. I know you guys are having fun, but you just keep it down, we had some problem with heckles last night. When the doorman walks away, they all look at their heads, bob yeah. around, because you hear what they're going, what? What did he say? What? Yeah. They can't yeah. believe it. Why? Why? What? We're just laughing. Who? Us? Us. Yeah, and then they turn to the other guy at the end of the table and go, what? What yeah. did that guy? Don't want to be quiet. Yeah. Like, what? Wait, they can't. They can't fucking believe it. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Someone politely asked us to be quiet. You know my favorite move at that point when they fold their arms and sit back and go, "Well, this show's not fucking funny now. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to. I'm going to prove that the show's bad." By sitting back and not laughing. I just I talked about that in Portland on stage one night. I knew there were some tables, and they did a great job at silencing them. Yeah, uh, they really did. You know, because you're basically talking on a bad night, a bad night. And there's and it doesn't have that many bad nights. That's a great club, but on it just what it happens at the best of the best of the clubs on a bad night, it could be five tables. And you know what? If you have the right staff, you can handle them. Mm -hmm. It only takes a few minutes to get them out of the room. You, a good club can fucking get on top of it, and they did. But I noticed, made I made once I was like towards the end of my act. I, sometimes I get I'll hide how angry I am. But once I win them over, and I only got ten minutes left, and I know I will go back and give a jab at them. And I said, I want to thank all the people that were asked to be quiet and are sitting there stealing. Because you're like, you, you, you can't talk. But you know what? You're at your table right now, and you're going, okay, I can't talk, but I'm not going to fucking enjoy this. And you're yeah. sitting there right now, and you're stewing. And some people would say, I'm sick because I'm taunting you. And I am because I'm not stable either, but I admit it. But you're sitting, you know who you are right now. You can't, your cheeks can't even crack because you have zero sense of humor. You're stewing for the last 45 minutes just sitting there. And then I imitated them. I went, <laughs> because the alternative choice was fucking this, and you didn't want that. You yeah. didn't want the alternative to you stewing and staring at me with hate was, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean yeah. to be loud. And you wouldn't have that. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? It's like, wow. So you made the stew and you still have to pay to park. You still have to pay for drinks. You still have to tip the waitress. You yeah. still have to go home. You still have to leave the house. You still have to get a babysitter. To stew. To stew. To stew. Yeah. And then I guarantee you, out of all those people, one a night will go home and tell their kids, stop acting like a baby or stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they could only see if you mommy and daddy. you seen me an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, one of my very favorite moments of that was uh, there's a table in the front row, uh, a, a woman, her boyfriend, the other guy, and then this other woman. And the woman kind of like closest to the stage is sitting there on her phone. 
And then she looks up at her phone and just like glares at me. And then I think a bouncer told her that she should put her phone mm -hmm. away. So she did. And she just glared at me the whole time. And I would get huge pops from the crowd. Everybody's on board. And you know what I'm doing? Just ignoring her. Just let How me go. How do you do that? Well, here was the thing. Like, I knew that if I had, I, I was observing at this point. I was like, I don't know how long this is going to go on for, but I'm, I'm interested in this dynamic. So I kept kind of doing jokes. We're killing. I'm checking in on her. I know. Her. I get it. The table, the table's laughing. She's not. And every time the table would laugh hard, she would turn and look at the guy she's with and then look back to me and just glare. And finally, about 30 minutes in, I said, I want to address this right here because I, I think I know what's happening. You didn't want to come to the comedy club, and they did. So now you're trying to prove to them that I'm bad. But the crowd is laughing. So every time the crowd laughs, you feel like you're being proven wrong. So you're doubling down They're and you're just tensing her. up. And then she, her jaw literally dropped and she looked at her boyfriend and the whole table starts clapping. And I was like, yeah, I know what's going on. I've been watching you. I've done this before. I've been on stage for 17 fucking years, lady. Don't take it out on me. You could have just had a good time this whole time. And sure enough. Ryan, sure enough. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Stout, 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 stout. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Stout, 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 stout. Ryan, stout, stout, stout. At any point, Got did him. you notice we had turned the music off? Did you notice? I, <laughs> I was listening for it this time, Ryan, guys. You said that so beautifully because you know it's in the area what I was just saying, but like the the distinction of yeah, because that's why after whenever I deal with a uh, someone who's we call them hecklers, but it, I I love a comedian a few months ago goes it's not really hecklers ever. It's loud talking. It's what you just said. Yeah, energy is important, and when you have yeah. like that in the first show, and I'm a second, I'm going to ask you a question. I really want to learn. I got to have an epiphany about this and, and get past this. Okay. And I'll tell you why in a second. But that it's because, you know, after you yell at somebody or you deal with someone in the audience, you want to do well, because otherwise, if you don't do well, they win. They're like, see, this guy sucks. So after I deal with someone, I will just I that's when I have no shame. I won't do jokes I don't like. But while I'm trying to work on some new stuff, I will go to 15 minutes of stuff from the Netflix special that fucking is ironclad to yeah. get that crowd to, to make that person not be able to sit there. Because if you're bombing and you just Tell someone to go shut the fuck up. Then you know they're loving it. Yeah, but you don't want to. So you're right. You, they're you sitting have to there kill first, and they're thinking, "Oh yeah." Every time they left, now they're mad because they can't say it. Even that makes it worse. You know when you have emotion and you're not allowed to share it, you can't even turn to your friend, yeah. of course, and go, "Well, I know this is stupid, but I want him to bomb, and he's doing good. It's eating my guts up right now." <laughs> you see, but that's what's basically happening. Yeah, yeah. Going, they, don't, they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. They, yeah. and, and wrong is such a mushy idea. Yeah. Like, well, you made a decision, and then it didn't fit reality. That doesn't mean you're wrong. You just change now. You just move ahead. Yeah. I bet yeah. when they tell the story, though, they uh, say they went to the comedy club and had a great time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Later, later yeah, on. Because they don't want to look like uh, a bad person. Well, they change the, the narrative. Yeah. Like he change said, the they narrative. say, sure. yeah, I was just on my phone. I got a call. It was like literally my son. I was home. And they're always victims. Yeah. I love people that are always victims. Well, you know, I, this is this is someone listening too. I love my audience, but it could be you too. So sit up and pay attention. Too. Now, wait, when you, you who said that? You too. Yo to. No, no, I just I didn't know if you or he said it. Now, when you said Yo you wanted to get over something, what is it? What's the part that you want to change about you? That lately, um, 
when I go on the road, I have the band with me. Now, you think, what has changed? Because this is what I'm about to tell you. It changes a little bit more because now I can get upset with them a little earlier uh-huh. before I even get out on the stage. So John has... Uh, 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 sometimes I put him in with the band on the iPad. I'm bringing this up for a reason. So John will go out first. He's wearing a black suit. And he's got... And he puts on the music. Classy. And, and it, yeah, it looks fucking great. Nice. It, it looks... And I've and every, you, you wear shoes or just the socks? <laughs> It just sucks. Just the socks. Okay. And then it's a choice. And then I'll have like a whatever is in that market. I sometimes a drummer and a keyboard player. But he goes out first. He gets the music going. And it's a real cool song. And then the band enters. So it's like uh, it's an Ezra Furman song. And then the drummer comes in and sits down at the drums. I tell him take your time. Last Saturday night, I, I said, you know, just get comfortable. Take that's your time. Don't hurry. Sit down. Get your drumsticks out. Get organized. And then he starts playing along with the drums. Then the other guy gets on keyboards. He, so it's everyone files on. It's like the club lights finally go down. It's 8 o'clock. This music comes on. And I can look through the curtain or if I'm in the back at the sound booth. Yeah. I can see people, which I love, let's start positive, when they're getting excited just by that. Anticipation. Anticipation. So Where else important. are you at? The band enters. Yeah. And they come from all over there. One comes from this side. The drummer sits down. Someone else comes from that side. Another band member comes from the back. Yeah. And they all take a sound. They talk to each other. And then at a, at a, at a one count, they, they stop and it feathers out. And it's like, and I can see when the people get excited. It reminds me when I went to see Don Rickles when he had the band started up. Me and my brother were four. And when they don't, when they don't, when they just sit there, sit there, arms like, folded. Where are you? I'm not. I know. I don't want to get mad at you. So look, the the, yeah. the thing is, I want to spend some time making fun of it. But then I got to come up with an answer. Right now, if it's not that, because I can't always tell, and I'm like that, I usually can get past. Because you know that I get it. But it's exciting. I looked for a few tables that are. The thirty percent of the audience, you could tell. I can tell when people are like that. You know, it's fun because. Mm-hmm. But when I get up on stage in the band, and after the first act, there's a blackout. It's tight. He goes, thanks a lot. Just have the opening act do 10 minutes. He says, good night. There's a blackout. And then whoever's introducing me, ladies and gentlemen, blah, blah, blah. And the band fires up. I mean, it's big. And then I come out. And if I see people sitting there, not even with a pen, forget about a pen, like maybe looking the other way a little bit, or one guy was seated. In a, I want to I go, what the fuck? Where are you going where this is happening? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how can I not get defeated by right. going... Wait, this isn't exciting for you? Ten minutes into my act, I got this ironclad the way I figured this out. I'm more understanding if they don't like it. Yeah, By that yeah, time, yeah. maybe there's a silliness they can't dig right. into, or maybe I maybe I said something that they don't agree with. I can get social, my opinion on whatever it is. But just the intro. So far, the show has been great. The band plays. I walk out on stage. You haven't I, even been given a chance to screw up. No, no. All and doing, already, already, they're not like meeting a, you halfway. Yeah, there's right. trumpets pre-recorded, and they're wailing through the house. Uh-huh. I come on stage, I go, that's right, I play it big you got babysitters you pay to park everything expensive why shouldn't i and then i get fucking mad before i even start and yeah. i got i can't do that right. that's not going to be good for yeah, me yeah 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 so what do you do when have, have you ever been able to ignore a person staring uh, all night long just they're over there they're not even they're my, just my comedy central half hour there was a dude in the audience who just glared at me the whole time the whole time and i just went yep it's for tv i got to ignore it and you just hope that well, I've got the professionalism. They'll they won't put him on the air or whatever. It'll be fine. Did they? Uh, no, 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 no. They didn't. Uh, they but cut him out hard. just like I knew. What about it's... at a club where there's not as much pressure to? If you had to do it for TV. Sure, in a way. sure. Um, you know what I've been doing? I've been trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. And the biggest part of that is, uh, uh, we all we all went to school, right? You guys did school. What? School. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, school. yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Most of you. School? Most of you went to school. school? Most of you. Oh, let's play. School? We don't. Yeah, yeah. We never heard of school. Ask again. 
No, you guys went to school, right? Like a bunch school. of fish? No, like, like where, where there was like education. Like the movie School of Rock? School. Like skull? Guys, I don't understand. It was, like, it was the law. Like if you were under 18. Can you use it in a sit? Tobacco? Your parents? Hang out with Jack Black. No, Todd, take it easy. Take it easy, Todd. No. I didn't know. I was wading into a goddamn pool here. Jesus. Uh, yeah, go ahead. We all been to school. We all been to a pool. You, we all you, been to school. You went to a pool. You wrote. Yeah, you probably sure. had to study poetry at some point, even po- though you didn't want po- to. Poetry? Po- poetry? Yeah, I did. I did. I liked. Uh, yes, I did study poetry. I think everybody. It was like sixth grade. They were like, "We're going to study poetry," and everybody in the you class goes, "Ah, fuck." And you learned poetry a little bit. I don't think any of us are experts, right. but nearly everybody had to write a poem, stand up in front of the class, and tell the and read the poem. And it was it was grueling. And all of us, after completing that assignment, went, "Yeah, I don't know a lot about poetry." Like it introduced some humility into us. Not a single person in America was ever asked, "Hey, you have to write a joke and tell it to a group of people." So they never learned any humility at it. So they just went through life assuming, oh, I could do that. I could do that. It's easy. I could do it. I could do it. There's and no then they right sit there in the audience with their arms folded, glaring. You should have to write a joke before you get in. I think they should have to do it at like six. Yeah, and then we can read it if they're being dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? There seems well, let's to read be your a, joke. I said it to one night a long That's time great. ago to some of the audience, and I... I, I what I stopped doing, I'm telling you this because, you know, I've said it before in the podcast, but I always say I don't take for granted everybody, you know, hears everything. So I clean it up and say it right here, too. Um, I, um, uh, what are we talking about? Poetry. Poetry. No. Writing a joke? Having uh, a joke written before the show? Talking. I said, talking? Uh, we said people should have to write a joke before they come in the show. And then if they do mess up, then we can read their joke. They just don't. They haven't learned anything about comedy, so they take it for granted. I, I guess the positive is I always try to go to the positive because it makes me look at the realistic. Ex- we're asking the audience to get something, so a lot of times. Oh, I remember what it was. There was a woman in the audience, and same thing. She wasn't smiling. I go, "Can I tell you something? I don't know a lot about you. Uh-huh. I really don't. That's so nice I'm not way about to, start. to judge. Yeah. You, you, I could find out afterwards. You're like wonderful people can sometimes." have a, um, I think, a misjudgment in an isolated situation. So I'm all, this is the only slice I can judge you on. So if you're her friends and you're sitting there and going, oh, but she's warm and she's kind, but this is it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dismissing that with no snarkiness at all. But I'm going to guess that you have never done something creative because you would know how nervous you can be and how, and, and, and that you would, even if you didn't like it. And I go, I would never ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. And the litmus test, I always ask myself, I don't think that's the right word, but I always say, I know the answer, but it's fun to say it this way. Well, Todd, before you make fun of this person that's going to stare at you, mm-hmm. um, what would you do if you went to see a band and you didn't like them? She has a right not to like me. I Correct. get it. I would love everyone to like me, but I get it. I don't like all music and I'm not a bad person. Sure. I go to see comedy. So what's... So you have a right not to like me. So what if you went to see it, Todd? Before you criticize her, what would you do? First row, and you hate it. You yeah. just hate the music. Well, unless it was something social or they were saying something disgusting and vile, I just didn't like their music, I would smile. And maybe clap politely. Yeah, or a pensive face yeah. at least. So who's right and wrong here? Who's teaching who? Sure. And, I, and then because, but I learned, I don't ever use words that are, the only th- reason I would feel bad after I got mad at someone, if I got in my car at the end of the night, you know, words come out of your mouth when you're younger, and they have nothing to do with what you're angry about that person. You know, yeah. w- um, uh, uh, you, you know, start describing stupid what they look fucking like. bitch. Or yeah. some comedians have used the c word. I've never used that when getting uh-huh. mad at a person I've, I've in the audience. I've done it a lot, but that's fine. But 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 nevertheless, you've heard. We've heard everything. Sure. That's the only thing. So I, when I get angry, I try to just deal with what 
they're what's upsetting, what's upsetting me. And yeah. I'll even tell the crowd that I go, I know I might look a, a little angry, but you notice, I've, and I said, I've never used disparaging words. I've never used, I've never said getting, you know, something vile. You look, I've heard comedians. All I'm saying is your behavior is, is unappealing to me and I'm calling you for it. Yeah. So, so if you, you know, but if I don't use those words and I just stick to what it is, I usually don't feel bad at the end of the night, but sometimes I do on that too. I go, Todd, even that way is not good. You're still, even the people that agree with you, you still put a damper on the night. Sure. Um, so when I was a kid, my parents taught me that a performance is a gift. And so you have to accept it the way you would accept a gift. And if you don't like the gift, you still take it and you say, oh, thank you. You don't take your hand and slap it out of their hands and go, what the fuck is that? You, right. don't, you don't sit there with your arms folded and go, yeah, I don't like it. Take it back. You, like, you actually have to take it from them and smile and say, thank you, this is nice. Um, but when, when somebody is not accepting a performance, when they're sitting there like you're talking about, I just laugh and go, oh, this lady was never taught how to accept gifts. Oh, that sucks for her. What a terrible, terrible way to have to go through life. I'm going to try. <laughs> Has anybody ever come up to you after a show and told you that they didn't like it? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often, but yeah. Or they'll I was be... going to say that I, I see that a lot on Twitter, and I think yeah. you, you wouldn't do that to their face, would you? Um, and and by the way, you it, you're correct. It is more rare to the face, and yeah. on Twitter it happens a lot more. Uh, I just can't imagine being that person. That, well, because they're if afraid. I don't, if they're I don't afraid, like something, yeah. I, I, I store that in my memory and go, okay, that's not for me. Sure. I wouldn't dare go out of my way to write a letter. Of course. <laughs> and by the way, I want to tie this all to something that could be maybe positive and end up being something we've talked about before, but take everything we're saying right now and, and turn it into a video. Because, you know, what we're doing right now, what you just said was a very intelligent way about the gift. And maybe if a show opened up with a video, you can train people without coming. It could be still in all right. in one minute and 30 seconds. Right. Just talking about, and, and in that video that comedians, maybe they're talking about what makes a great audience. It just looks sure. like they took all these clips. Sure. And then he goes, and part of it's our responsibility. I mean, you know, we want to show up on time. I'm, I'm always into it. So we have our, we, I don't yeah. want that video just to be saying what your job is. Yeah. I'll, take a, I'll take part of the video being, and a comedian has a responsibility. Yeah. But I think we can train audiences more than we do, but some people probably not. So I, because I couldn't have been in a better situation than some of the Helium Clubs to do everything in their power. So some of it's just going to fall on me. Yeah. And I really said this weekend, I go, I got to figure out a way. Because two shows, the other, even those shows were fun. But only two, I felt like, oh, I just looked out through the curtain and yeah. I saw someone just stare. I'm like, well, take me where you have more fun than this. Well, and here's another thing I've been talking about on stage a lot is that uh, the, the audience in the 1980s, everybody, there was, there was actually a comedy club owner in Dallas who was complaining. He was like, oh, in the 80s, stand-up comics used to get standing ovations all the time. It happened all the time in the 80s, but now... Now it just never happens. I guess the talent just isn't there. And I remember my immediate response was, oh, you think it's the talent? It couldn't possibly have been the coked-up audiences of the <laughs> 1980s. There's no way they were blown out of their mind on stimulants and quick to their feet at the end of the show and e eager to smile from ear to ear while slapping their hands. It couldn't possibly be that in 2019 we're in the middle of an opioid epidemic. And audiences all over have to take pills and then put booze, a downer, on top of their depressants, creating an exponential numbing effect. And at the end of the night, they have a difficult time peeling themselves from their chairs and rising to their jelloy kneecaps while their basset hound faces hang from their skulls as they try to give a little bit of energy to the goddamn show because they've never been taught how to be a fucking audience before.
night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We're back on track. Yeah. Thank you. His name is Ryan Stell. Thank you, everybody. God bless America. And me. That was us singing it. Is the music gone? Is the music gone? No, that was you us guys singing. are doing that? It's all us. Unbelievable. You guys are fucking amazing. I didn't even see the band come in. Oh my god, Todd, you really, you really held that one. God, that was great. You, you know, know what, what I'm upset can I tell about? You something? We ruined a nice towel on this. We had oh, a nice yeah, hot towel, and then we got in here. We started screaming about stand-up. You know what? We're, but a nice but hot towel changes things. We did do a hot towel before the show, but it's still we're we're still like this is all good because first first of all, I'm taking in this thing. I want to learn. Like I'm not I'm not I'm saying I'm complaining, but I also want to learn how to deal with it. But um, what you just said, um, I'm so glad you fucking said that because sometimes I know I don't have an answer for something, mm-hmm. but I know there's an answer. Yeah, no, I know the answer isn't that comedians were better back then. Right. Uh, but I won't defy. It's hard. When or you're comedy trying... has advanced so much and progressed so much that maybe audiences are just a little bit more desensitized to it. You, you, That's true. It was different. Yeah, 100%. Then. It wasn't in every city. You know, look. Let's face it. The first time someone not watched, every city had a club, and right, yeah. and and also it depends what club you're at. And right, not every city had a club. They hadn't seen it on TV as much, so it right. was it was a unique yeah. thing. They had to wait in line. Didn't right. know if they were going to get inside, and yeah. then they got inside, and the the anticipation, the excitement of like, oh my god, we got in. What happens now? Right, and and uh, so it did. But but uh, but first of all, it does still happen. You just got to work. You got to really work hard for. Um, but uh, but no, there's no doubt. I worked at a comedy club in the uh, in the '80s, uh, not only as a stand-up, but I worked there as a doorman. And yeah, it and was, a coke dealer. Yeah, and I was coke. a coke dealer. Uh-huh. I bet that's true. They probably were all on coke. Yeah, those a lot fucks. Of, I mean, the whole <clears throat> stand-up in the '80s. People complained that it was aggressive, and I was like, "Yeah, the fucking culture was aggressive. What are you talking yeah. about?" Well, was, don't get me started. There's a lot of violence. Um, there was, and there was a lot of. An, I go, do, you, do you know my second album, Todd? It's called Thin Pig, and no, it's no, really no, no. kind of. Hey, I'll tell you. Hey, uh, no, my, my, that, oh, go ahead, go my second album's called How to Be an Audience. And it's, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it Why do you call it that? Because that's what the, the stage act that I was doing kind of morphed in this thing where I was teaching the audience something about comedy, joke after joke after joke about not only anticipation, but energy and how we're in this thing together. And then it just progressed. And I did this joke about, uh, I recently bought a book about feng shui, but I haven't read it, so I have no idea where to put it. And <laughs> some people laugh and some people didn't. I said, see... See how the room is divided on that little joke? Because people like different things, and that's why this job sucks. It's your fucking problem. You're the problem. <laughs> um, and and audiences, like, when they have the laugh in there and they can, like, hear the laugh and identify, then it, it does kind of turn into a learning situation. But, yeah, the, the cover of the, the album, How to I Be an Audience, it. is me talking to a, a fat, disgusting How good pig. are you at just letting it go if uh, someone's just not into it? 
Um, I've gotten better at it because I've just, again, I've got all those reasons in my head about why they oh, right, right. aren't supposed to be into I it because they're on that. pills, because they never learned any better, because they didn't want to be here. Even and if you do your things you're listing, even if you mix that with empathy, because basically when you go, oh, she never learned it, you're probably, the empathy can help you get rid of anger. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, I want to do something. You've gotten mad at a hypothetical of someone not enjoying it. Well, I can feel like, like, uh, you can, like, uh, one time I heard you go, and I imagine there's somebody in the back that's probably, I'll tell you what, usually, (laughs) not always, I want to own this, otherwise I'm not helping myself. Sometimes I do that. I think sometimes I just, don't get the laugh I want, and I hope I hope I believe that they're not heckling because people at the clubs that I work. That's the good news. The yeah. worst that happens usually hecklers are out in twenty seconds. Literally, they're of stopped course. right away. There's a doorman staring at the crowd one hundred percent of the show. But if people are talking softly, it's hard. So sometimes when I don't get the laugh I want, I picture that there's people. Okay, they know they're not allowed to talk. And they've never been even yelled at, really, but they're not going to... You can't make someone giggle at my comedy. Of course. So I start having these hypotheticals of, I go, I know what goes on here. There's two people, and you brought two new people, and you vouch for me, and I really appreciate that. And now you keep looking at the new people going, oh, was this? did this used to be funny? I thought it was funny. It yeah, is. It you is. You brought duds with you. Yeah. They're you, not responsible for those you duds. You brought your dumbest friend to the show. Yeah, and they, they're not How liking it, you. and now you're... So I don't mind if I do that. That's a joke. It lets me get it out of my head, but I won't stop. Yeah. Then 30 yeah. minutes later, and it's like, I want to... I bet there have to have been shows where Todd to be honest, the majority of that audience was on board. Mm-hmm. And you so, talked them into it. Or or just just do what you do. Like, even if they're still got your back. But yeah, like, let those people go. Well, and by the way, there's a group dynamic element to this, too, that, that we have no control over. I was doing a show in San Francisco at the Punchline years ago, and uh, there was everybody getting on stage. It was like a showcase. Everybody getting up was fucking crushing. And it was un- unreal. Like, I, I'm standing at the back so excited to go on because this crowd is just so hot. And sure enough, after like five, six comics, this one person gets on stage and this comic's doing jokes. One lady at the back goes, oh, after a punchline. And then he goes to the next punchline and she goes, oh. And then she just keeps doing it. She just, for whatever reason, took offense what to club everything. Is this? this is the punchline in San Francisco. And you know, it's kind of a smaller room. So the more she's offended, the crowd starts to get quiet and the crowd starts to anticipate that she's going to be moany. Uh. And you know what? That comic uh, didn't didn't end up doing that well, says goodnight, gets off stage, but now the energy of the room is completely changed because of one lady going, aww, aww, aww. It puts a weird tension in the room. And then all these people who are having a great time literally stopped having a great time. Well, that's why, Jared, you've been to Acme, a comedy, uh, comedy addict in... in uh, Bloomington. Uh, I've, I've been there. Yeah, it was a long time ago that I was there. You know, but he, tra- yeah. he trains those audiences. I always like to say, of course, no heckling. Let's not. We don't even have to discuss that. It's off the table. That doesn't happen. If yeah, it happens, yeah, yeah. He's, he'll he'll jump across a table to to, to, to I, strangle. I, them. He, he would strangle them to death. <laughs> um, but so heckling, forget about it. But when it comes to talking at the tables, if ten's the strictest you can be, he's a ten. Mm-hmm. Therefore, cultivating these brilliant audiences. So. You know, I always think, like, that's really what I want. You still have to work for them. He can't make them fake laugh. Sure. But he can make them pay attention that if you have something to offer, you can give your true self and be exactly who you are at that club because it just brings the best out of you. It's the only club where I'm thinking the crowds are so good. I'm not nervous about audiences. Uh, I'm, I'm more nervous I'll like them. I'm not worried they'll like me. Sure. You change at one point in your career. Yeah. You know, I, hope, I hope they like me, too. I hope I like you. Yeah. Except that the best of, like... 
back in the day at the, the, the M bar or the UCB or Largo or Com uh, 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 Jared's Club, the comedy addict. I do because he's cultivated these great audiences. I'm like, I want to do well because they, they like they, me. They, I want yeah. their respect because they, 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 they have their great, you know? Mm -hmm. But. Anyway, well, I guess, and plus, so, if you like the audience and they like you, then you can kind of like take flight almost. You can like be you who can you are. really take off and do well and and feel good and try things you never mm -hmm. tried before. Like it's such a loose, supportive environment. If you feel like you're trying to win them over the whole time, it's and there's exhausting. people just sitting there not giving any energy, and you're like, okay, well now this isn't fun for me. Now I'm working for you, and I don't even like you. Because <laughs> you're not giving anything to this. You know, I figured something out, and I and I I hope it I hope it uh, I hope someone does hear this. I used to. It has to do with. I'm I'm trying to be positive about this, and then we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna talk about uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So so we'll talk about this first. Is that we're talking about cultivating audiences, and and the, and it can be done. And there's like places like the Vermont Comedy Club and very respected clubs, and you know, and, and a lot of the heliums, and you you know, it's just. How, what, what you want to cultivate. And I have a theory that, look, I get it. I don't want to make it sound like you're not trying to put 10,000 people in a room. You're not trying to put 5,000. You're not trying to put 1,000. You're not trying to put 500. And I get it. Even if you have a club that holds 200, it's hard to get five nights a week, 200. Mm -hmm. But it's doable. Mm -hmm. And so I changed my motto when someone says, hey, I want to open up a club in this small market. And it has to do with uh, Jared at the Comedy Attic. Um, he was able to stay there and, and ride it out. A lot of people couldn't have weathered the storm. It didn't happen overnight. No. So I get it. So when people say, how much money does it cost me to open up a comedy club? Now, I change what I say because then I feel like I can say it with quite certainty. I say, look, as far as what it costs, if you're going into an existing room, you know, I try if you're building from the ground up, that's out of my element. But if you're yeah. seeing a place, hey, they have that room up there. We could go put 20000 into that room, some new tables, new chairs. You show up to this... A lot of times it's a bar or a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Some of these piggyback clubs have been there for literally 35 years. Right. And a hotel. or And they don't all have to be bad. I say if it's like that, you have a restaurant and they have a room upstairs. They can do without it. They, they don't even rent it out half the time. Because yeah. if it's packed every night, no, what are you going to put in front of them? But sure. you go to a place like that and I'll tell them it's going to be. I used to say it could be 20000 which is really nothing when it when you think of opening up a business. A business, a business is expensive. Yeah. And, and by the way, can I just throw this number mm -hmm. out there? Because I was talking to somebody about opening like in a mall. A lot of times a club will open in a mall yeah. because the build-out of a club costs a million dollars. And then the mall says, hey, if you open your club here and bring in A-list talent, we'll pay 750000 of it. You can just pay 250000 And they, then we'll, we'll you know get a about deal that. going. That's, that's funny because yeah. I didn't think, like when the Bray Improv, and we'll get back to this, when the Bray Improv. So when you open up a club from the ground up like the Improv, that, that's a lot of advice that I don't know, because that's you really have to know about. Yeah. But I'm talking about more of like these uh, clubs that are piggyback. But in Brea, when the improv closed, uh, they like the city of Brea they're, offered them some closed? deal. No, no, oh they're open. Oh my god, but, I have a booking. Oh. <laughs> but when they were thinking about cl closing, and they did eventually move locations. When sure. they moved locations, or before they knew they were going to, um, Brea offered them some good deal. The literally city of Brea, because of just their name getting mentioned on late night shows. Mm -hmm. Hey, this week at the Brea Improv. This yeah. week at the Brea Improv. You know, twenty year, times a year. So it's all valued in to put. So anyway, but back to this. So I used to say. Look, whatever, 20, 20 could be grand. 30. It depends what the room needs. Yeah. But it could be 30, but it's not crazy. But I changed it now. I go, look, with no snarkiness, I just have been talking to a friend about this that's thinking of opening up a club. I go, if you want to cultivate 
what a good club where you put up with nothing, you the with a lot of the money comes in is to stay open long enough to be strict as you have to be and not being afraid to turn away people. Yeah. Because let me tell you something, it must have been very scary for Jared to be being that strict when he's not packed every night and of you course. have a mortgage to pay. Right. You throw out a table at eight, you're like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. But he did it. Yeah. And he did it because his, I found out, I hope I'm not telling too much, but I don't think he cares. I found out what his rent was and he, it was just absurdly fair. Mm-hmm. So he was able to, it could have been triple, some quadruple somewhere else where they couldn't afford to stay open. But if somebody has the money to do that, to, to go upstairs, whatever it costs to, you know, we'd add tables, we have to put in a stage, sound system, whatever that is, and then to figure three years of not no audiences, of course. Of course. But there's going to be people really, there. Because, it, because considering that clubs are easy, we can name a lot of clubs open 20, 30, 40 years. And, you know, one's in a hotel in uh, that Helium bought 35 years. It's been in a banquet room at a hotel. So it can happen. Clubs can stay open a long time. So three years to weather the storm. But I believe that if they could weather the storm, that there could be a lot of cool mar- comedy, comedy clubs in these little niche markets. Right. And um, Well, and that's what Helium knows. Helium knows, like, well, we got to go in. We got to plant our roots. And we got to wait for things to build up. You're and right. Then, they've and had then we the, can, you know, they've point. got a board of directors looking, you know, four, five, six years into the future as opposed to going, ah, next week's looking light. I hate you those just hit clubs. the nail right on the head. Those that's clubs, why Helium yeah. was able to do yeah, it too. I think that's why Seattle doesn't really have a great club because they're uh, going week to week. Yeah, nobody's nobody's going in with that idea of uh, we really need to cultivate an no. audience in this yeah. market, right? And we got to put in the time. And it's yeah. not bullshit. Look, th- it sounds absurd. Look, I went out of my way to go. I get it to get even 150 people five times a week. It's not easy. But also, let's go. It's still 150 people. It's doable. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going. I need. I have a room holds 500. Last night I had 100 people. If you opened up a club and you had 100 people five nights a week or 75 in the beginning, yeah. you go, it's eight months later, you've been open. We've been getting around 75 a show. We're doing five shows a week. That's good. Yeah. So that I, I believe that if I was going to invest in clubs and then I would go around to these little markets where they have these great managers and they don't even know it. Oh, they think, oh, he's a good manager or she's a good manager, but they don't know, oh, no. And bring them into these markets and give them 20% of the and, and stay there and make this club yours, I think. And then I train them like that, that I think that it's happy. It's, it makes me feel good. Even though with all the complaining, we're still at a great time for clubs with like some of these cool clubs like Comedy on State that, sure. that prove that it's not. You know, I think it's, I think with some comedy clubs, they're better now than they've ever been. Well, like Acme in Minneapolis, I actually but, watched one of the managers. Somebody was complaining, and they were being over the top. They were being absurd, and they were saying, "You know what? I'm never coming here again." And as soon as the customer said that, the manager went. You know what? I want you to go back and tell all your friends that you're never coming here again because we don't want you or your friends. But we don't even want people who like you to come here. O- only at Acme. <laughs> yeah, only at Acme. Ma- Mark Babbitt used to run the club in Houston, and yeah. I thought he owned it. But when he left, the club fell apart because Mark ba- Mark Babbitt was the backbone of that club. And I remember one night he just uh, uh, said, "Somebody goes, I'm going to tell my friends not to come here." He goes, "Good, thanks for helping me." You're <laughs> <laughs> so angry. God, I, I, of course, I want you to do. So you're mad at me. I'm kicking you out of my club, and you're yeah. going. I'm going to spread the word that you better not talk at that comedy. Which club. is the Thank second you. second half of the game. You want to bring in people that you like and trust to sit in the seat and be an audience, but you have to keep other people away. Well, you have to keep you're, drunks you're, away. You well, have to keep disrespectful you, exactly. people away. You, have you to decide keep dumb who, people away. Who you're nurturing. Yeah, I get it. There's more drunks. I do get it. If I don't say I get it, someone that listens to this right now that might want to open up a comedy club. 
Look, people that make that mistake aren't all morons. You open up a club, you have bills to pay. It's scary. There's more drunk, obnoxious people or people, let's say not even, let's say drunk and obnoxious. Ten yeah. is the most drunk and obnoxious. Let's say even at a five. Because Jared doesn't put up with anything. Sure. Even at a five. You think, oh, there are enough people. Yeah, but it's going to take a little longer. I'll give you that. I would like to say... It's, it is. When, you, when you're trying to... It took yeah. Jared a little longer. If Jared would have let morons come in, but then you forget about the people that love comedy. Mm -hmm. You'll get... You'll, More of those people will come if they're not being turned off by these assholes. Right. Or they'll Look, yeah, they don't exactly. allow $10 beer night at the ballet, everybody. There's a fucking reason for right. it. Because <laughs> the people who enjoy ballet don't want it ruined by drunk assholes. So that's all I wanted that's to do. That's my ballet Send chunk. Do you work comedy on state? Uh, I have for a long time. I haven't been there in a, in a couple of years. Me though. neither. I love them. I love me them. too. Yeah. But I could change my mind if they don't call me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I could. By the way, a hot towel's real good on the face. But have you had it on the feet? On the feet, <laughs> it's so much better. I'm not kidding. It was uh, one of my I, favorite things. Very first time I ever had a massage, they put hot towels on my feet, and I went. Yeah, that's the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what I'll do? I'll go throw socks in the dryer and oh, warm up. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've got a blow dryer that I'll plug in next to the bed in the wintertime. Just blow I, it on the feet a little bit? I've, I've oh, done wow. that under the covers to get, oh, when yeah. I can't get I just do it on my balls. Oh, oh come oh, on. It's a family fucking on. show. Fucking oh, oh, egg. Why you gotta be dirty just God. to be dirty? Disgusting fuck. <laughs> Aristotle. <laughs> last week you had a great one too. At last week, it, it just I, I Aristotle, five things you said last week. It just because it's I love that you never Hello? care. You never go Hello? Oh shit. I'm so, I'm sorry. I just wanted to call in because it was fucking foul. It was oh, really disgusting. Oh, hi, what's your name? Where you what's your huh? What's your name? Where are you calling from? My my name's Tom Ribbit. I'm hi. calling from uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. I always listen. What's to your name? I'm sorry. Tom Ribbit. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I call. Uh, I, I listen to the show all the time, guys. I really like. What's it. the really problem? Like... Why are you calling? What's your beef? Well, he's just so foul the way oh, on yeah. your balls. I, I know. Mean, Why take a show? We try to have a look, family show. It, and by the way, I get that it's comedy. You have some four-letter words here and there, but it has to make it bodily humor. Talk I mean, to that's, him, Eric. That's foul. You know, I, that, I, that was inappropriate. I apologize. I okay. Won't. Well, well, so you got to admit that's I a big. I, I think that's a big move to just admit you when you're wrong. The and, audience and, is never wrong. I apologize. That's a good point. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I'm going to keep listening. And uh, you guys do your stupid bullshit. Oh, I thought it was. I liked him, though. He had a good energy about him. Aristotle. Oh. Aristotle said last week, uh, you said about the mess hall. Eric was in the Miller, Mil Marines. Not the part Coast of the story. Guard. Coast, Coast Guard. Coast Guard. He, I said, oh, Coast so Guard you, Marines? No, just, <laughs> just Coast Guard. But I said, oh, you, I know you weren't in combat, but I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know. But you worked at the mess hall. The joke became like a guy so dull. He knows, oh, you're either in combat or you're in the mess hall. So Aristotle goes, oh, when I it was, ran the mess hall, it was just called the hall. That's <laughs> so how good he was. It was just a hall. But I'm thinking <laughs> you say that and I give you nothing. I'm like that lady in the audience. You lob that out at me. He never goes, oh, uh, is anyone going to give me anything for that? Later, I hear it when I re-listen yeah. to the show. Well, that's the thing, And there's Todd. treats. There's Look, all these treats You're on me. pills. You're zoned out so over there. Up. I'm, you, you're I'm on. on. Let me tell you. You ever hear the Elvis one? Oh. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Then talk about being on pills. Okay. Elvis Presley on Elvis pills. Elvis Presley on pills. You should and do then, that now. And then maybe Jerry Lewis on pills. No. Maybe. Jerry Lewis was... If he was the nicest person in the world, insane. He he did. He was he was. There was a good part of him. Yeah, there were some good parts, right? Like yeah. the absurdity of silliness. Well, yeah. there there was some great parts. The telethons, the 
Some people. He did a lot of good. Yeah, yeah. But he he had some uh, rough rough edges too. Yeah, Ryan. You know what? I like that. I like that people are changing and diverse, and they've got good points. They've got bad points. I mean, there's no bil- villains. There's no good guys. They're just all. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we're gonna so talk tell us what you did, Todd. Oh, uh, you don't seem excited. <laughs> no, come on. Show us your okay. sharp points. Oh no, I don't. I don't show you anything. I did. I was going to talk about Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to fill you in from last week because it'll just bore you. So, but 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 I will say that I'm not. Again, I'm not. Look, this is just what it is. But it's 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 disturbing to me. But it leads to something good. But it's him with the aloofness. Somebody asked him about. Uh, div- I, I the reason I do want to talk about this, yeah, because it's about Jerry Seinfeld, but really it'll switch off of him quickly and just making fun of, because I've heard this a lot about when people are trying to have diversified shows. But I'm going to play him first. You know, you try to try to have some, try to have mm-hmm. all different types of people on your shows. And I've heard people complaining about it. And of course, you know, um, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, but I want to play him first. And, and then... Uh, I'm going to have a lot to what say What did he this. say last week? Last week he was... Uh, There's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers me. Okay, so now let's play him talking about... Uh, I have noticed that most of the guests are mostly white males of 22 episodes. Yeah, that let's had. get into that. No, I, oh, this really Is he talking about a show? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Play, play it from the beginning. Yeah. Comedians He's talking about coffee. comedians' cars. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. I'll play it from the beginning. Sorry. That's right. I, I, I have noticed that most of the, the guests are mostly white males of 22 episodes. Yeah, that you've let's had. get into that. No, I, oh, this really pisses me off. But well, go no, ahead. No, I, I, really <laughs> pisses me off. Well, uh, that's okay. I'm go sorry. ahead. But you made a comment on the Tina Fey episode that I yeah. thought was interesting that I, I'd like to get your thoughts on a little bit more. You said you were talking to her and you said something about the female comedians. It's a struggle for them to balance their feminine projections with their comedic goals. Yes. And in the context of comedy, not gender diverse, I just want to know what you meant by that. Well, I was kind of curious what it's like to be a woman in comedy as opposed to a man. There is a little bit of a difference, and I thought that might be an interesting thing to discuss from her perspective. She's so successful at it, and I was just wondering how she looked at it, if she even thought about it. And she kind of gave me the yeah. answer, which is, yeah, you do have to think about that, but, you know, it's just another thing to think about. Okay, all right, fair enough. Now you but have, there were a lot of things about uh, Comedians of Cars in the beginning. The first 10 I did, I think, were all white males. And people were writing all about that, which yeah, I, that's I... Part of the reason why I asked, I, people had uh, tweeted at me when I said I'm interviewing with Jerry Seinfeld. I said, oh, okay, ask him about their gender diversity on this show. Yeah, kind of I mean, it's, people think it's, it's the census or something. I mean, this has got to <laughs> represent the, the actual pie chart of, of, of America. Who cares? It's just funny. You know, funny is the... Is the is the world that I live in. You're funny, I'm interested. You're not funny, I'm not interested. Okay. And, and I have no interest in gender or race or anything like that, but everyone else is kind of with their little calculating, is this the exact right mix? You know, okay. uh, I, I think that's, uh, to me, it's anti-comedy. It's okay. anti-comedy. It's, it's more about, you know, PC nonsense okay. than okay. are you making us laugh or not? Right, right. Now, of course, you know my opinion on this, or well, I, I think, is that uh, once again, and I'm going to learn to say this right if I'm not saying it right, I say I get problem with most people by mass, not by the individual thing, because you don't have to be okay with everything new. Some new things are not good. 
But if it's every single new thing, and what I played last week on the show and this week on the show, it starts adding up. Kids don't know what prejudice means. They just say those words. Right. Uh, there's that creepy PC thing out there from the guy who says it's always your fault. Notorious over the years. And overwhelmingly, I agree with him. I complimented him last week. I just want to get you up to date. I don't go into this having a problem with Jerry. Sure. I respected the fuck out of him, his love for comedy. Sure. He put a litmus test on Orny Adams. I thought he should have. You know, I, I know Orny now, but and I have affection for him. But back yeah, then, yeah. Orny, you know, he. so I'm putting a litmus test on him. I think this is interesting. It's okay. a podcast. I talk about things. Sure. And... And he, and but everything now when they you know he was always oh it's the audience's responsibility you know you're the comedian the comedian the comedian it's always the comedian until someone said one of his jokes or they doubted one of his jokes and and now it happens again with oh now sure enough again it's like uh, you know about diversity so I and I'll sh I'll talk long and I'll listen long um, because I think the reason I found it interesting because it does medley right into a community that we are very prominent in the stand-up community and I've heard a lot of comedians uh, or at least a few that book shows not all that book shows that go I couldn't do it any longer now if you don't have one woman and one man and one transgender and I feel like you're giving up before you give it a, a good hoo-ha because sure. if the goal of booking a fair and balanced show was that it meant no one would complain you're fucked I'll give it to you there's always going to be somebody even if you do a great job and you really try at the end of the year uh, that there's always going to be someone that goes and complain but that doesn't mean to give up because there'll be a shit ton of people that if someone goes hey blah 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 had a show the last four weeks it was four white men every week four white men someone will have your back I, I'll have your back if you yeah. let me have your back I'll go you know what look at their roster the whole year yeah. and I know a lot of people that promote shows that the word behind their back to be positive is they do a great job mm -hmm. now they might not know it and they might be giving up because they hear complaints still yeah. but just because you hear some complaints doesn't mm -hmm. mean that if, if I'm not defending everybody I'm saying that, by the way I don't want to make it sound like everyone I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of the people that don't give it a fair shot that just go yeah no matter what you do no yeah there will be some people that complain but if but it is absolutely essential to have a fair and balanced show give it a shot it doesn't mean even though you'd like to say that if one week there aren't uh, no if one week whatever it is you just want to book funny people and there doesn't have to be a funny black person you know or a funny gay person you know or a funny woman that you show don't worry yes yeah, someone might say something but from afar other people will go you know what? They do a pretty fucking good job. Right. The right, people right, right. that are getting shit, it's not that. It's usually because you don't even try at all. Mm -hmm. And to throw in the towel and say, oh, I don't know. So he could have been honest. He could have said, you know what? Because I've do on this show, sometimes I think about it. A friend of mine that uh, hires uh, uh, sound people and directors, he goes, you know, someone said to me once, you, you, you know, you got to be more you know, diverse. And he goes, I, I, I don't know any women tech people. I don't. And then he went, he stopped himself. And I love it because his, his version of the story went, learn some, learn mm -hmm. some. It's understandable why he had all white men on the first show. You don't have to paint yourself a monster, but why couldn't he step back and went, but you know what? I try to be aware of it. First of all, you're, if you had the love for comedy you had that you did years ago and you weren't a little delusional lately, you'd want to know all the other people to, to give your audience, yeah, well, he goes, it's not a fair, balanced pie chart. No, not a pie chart that every week means one man, one woman, one black, one gay, one man, one woman, one black gay, one transgender, one woman, one black. No, it doesn't have to be that much of a chart, but 
it can't be. But right. the other extreme is, which should sound silly to go, and I know you didn't do this, Jerry, but if it was every fucking guy was a white guy, <laughs> but you did do that. And that's so what you did that. I'm pointing it out, but you just be aware of it. Yeah. Just to go, you know what? But at the end of the day, I'll give it a shot. But no, no one knows what PC is. The reason that I'm asking to just be aware of this is because of PC and it's PC and it's PC. No. I think Jerry's problem is he has like an old school conservative mentality of how the world works. And I don't think we're going to shake him of that. But I see this all the time when you're trying to uh, talk about specials, who's going to buy a certain special or pitching shows or whatever. And uh, the buyers will say, well, right now we're focused on uh, people of color or women or whatever. And then white male comedians take that personally and talk about oh how it's so hard for a white man to get a show and i get why they think that but the appropriate response should be empathy for people of color and women who have had that their whole fucking lives you're just now experiencing yeah, welcome it. to their world right you're just now starting to experience mm. it that's why it's cutting you a little right now but get over it and 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 I know we interrupt. Let me just say one more thing quick, and then I, and then I, that's all I have to say on this. We are not defending that there have been times where they probably just maybe had a gay person on the show that maybe just because they were gay. And they were, we're not asking you to do that. We're asking you to go, there's funny black people, there's funny gay people, there's right. funny fucking women. Right. Pick from them. Sure. And it doesn't mean it'll be proportion every week. It won't. If one week, whatever it is. But you know what looks good at the end of the year? If Was there ever a week there wasn't a funny man available? Was there ever a week? I'm just saying, like, that would look good for you if you went, you know what? It would look good for you to say, no, there's not always, it's the, finding four funny people isn't always an equal, comedy is not a, a, a chart. So some weeks it might be this, but like mm -hmm. I said, I'll repeat it again. Someone's, the fair people are looking at you from afar, judging you in the whole year. And um, anyway, so. I have a lot to say. Yeah, go All ahead. All right. So I think, uh, and I've given this a lot of thought, one of the biggest places that people get angry about this is they conflate two different ideas. They start talking about individuals, and then they start talking about groups. So if you have a comedy show that pays a man $100 and pays a woman $100, you would say, well, those people, that's equal, correct? But then what people do is they zoom out and they forget about the individuals. They start looking at the groups and they say, well, that place hired 48 men and only four women. So the men made $4,800 and the women only made $400. So that percentage gap between the men and women, I go, no, no, but now you're talking about groups. How, how could a booker ever do enough to make you happy other than booking, you know, 26 men and 26 women? Unfortunately, in order for the booker to do that, you need people to submit tape. Now, if you don't get the submissions, then what do you do? Well, now this is out of the booker's control, right? Can because I, can the booker I, can, can only book based on submission. We might be on two different... Cause, and, and believe me, if I confused you, I probably confused other people. Sure. What I, what I was trying to do, and, and, I, and I promise I'll interject real quick, yeah, yeah. is point out... Yes, Trying. There, yes, there Trying. are bookers that do a good job and get picked on. Yeah. But there's more that don't do anything. Sure. That don't do anything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think... In other words, I don't think the bookers... That need the help here. Sure, <laughs> well, I, they, and, I, and, I feel like it's the and, and what I'm saying is like you're you're not wrong. Bookers have to try, but bookers can only do so much. And the, I know, but the, do you think it even gets that close ever? I, here, I'm glad I. Yeah, do you yeah. think it gets that close? Do you think there's bookers that are really trying? Right. And uh, I'm saying that 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 don't you think there's more that are just like this is what I know. Well, here's here's the thing. You're saying it matters if they try, and what I'm saying is for the person sitting in the audience. 
who doesn't get to doesn't can't name the booker doesn't know the work that goes into booking for that person that's the person who's going home and writing the blog based on one thing what they saw on stage it's literally what happened in atlanta a few years ago there was somebody going around to all the shows and taking a picture of the lineup and then blogging about how how disproportionate it was but they weren't staying for the shows they weren't watching the comedy. They weren't watching to see who's good, who's not good, who's doing work. They're doing the most surface level activity of going, clip, clip, I'm going to judge based on just this list of names. And, and judging comedy based on a list of names is more shallow than any other way to judge stand-up comedy. Now, I don't care if you're a man or a woman or if you're black or white or gay or straight or transgender. When you go out and grab the mic and stand on stage, guess what? It doesn't matter who else is on the show. So it's always very confusing to me when comics double down and start complaining that the show needs to be more diverse, where I go, well, how does that change what you do on stage? Because you had to sit at your kitchen table and write fucking jokes. You had to memorize the jokes. You had to get up and test them. What does it matter? It doesn't matter to me if I'm on a show with 10 other white guys or if I'm on a perfectly balanced show. That doesn't matter to my work. And yet there are a lot of comics out there who are insisting like this is a big issue because it represents their group not them as an individual their group and when people start jumping between those two ideas individual and group you get a lot of tension involved and that tension doesn't need to be there if you can keep, keep people on the right sides of the page are you talking about you and your work or are you talking about your group's work because this isn't a team fucking sport it doesn't matter how many white men were given specials in the 1990s to me you know why because i don't have a special so you could tell me all day long how it was more fair for white men in the 90s. That's not changing my bank account. It's not changing how much I get on television. It's not changing anything for me. And you might not believe this. I got into comedy for me. I got in it because I was curious about writing jokes and telling jokes to strangers. So I want my chance to go out and do that. And when somebody says, you don't get your chance because of a whole bunch of people like you, I go, no, 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 don't, don't conflate me with my group. That's not very nice. And by the way, I don't, I don't think anybody should be conflated with their group. I go to stand-up comedy shows just to see individuals be funny. Yeah, but comedy is a community. Comedy yeah, and by the way, like this a is... self-policing community, and so if we see individuals or groups not getting a fair shake, then I think it's up to well, everybody. And by the way, there's, there's, there's a fucked-up idea of fair shake here, too, and this happens with feminism a lot, if you've read up on feminist literature, because there are a group of feminists who will point to the top, and they'll say, look at all these male politicians, look at all these male doctors, look at all these male lawyers. It's not fair. It should be 50-50. And there is another group of feminists who say, well, you can't do that. You can't just point to the top and say it needs to be 50-50. I, I think, I think when I can, at wait. the bottom, it's not 50-50. I think I can interject. I think... Because obviously, and by the way, it's all good. Like, we're on different pages. You know, like, I think one side needs the help, and, and that's okay, you know. Sure. But I think it's better to say that now. I'll tell you why. What if you didn't think we were, and then we need to stop talking anymore and clarify why I think we are? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So I think it's, it's a good thing if we're going to at least have a clean discussion on something that is important. And we got nothing but time. Sure. Sometimes you put it off on a show like this, especially when it's silly. But so what? You know what? In two minutes from now, we'll be making bell sounds, and we'll be being silly. So, but, but I guess what I'm saying is I really don't, defy that it can be done wrong and right and i don't it can be done wrong and right of course i'm not defending when they would go like that's why i'm saying judge on the year because if that person wants to book a funny show that week he might have only known four funny men but right, what right, i'm right, saying right. is 
just because you do doesn't mean you're not doing a good job because people will still complain. I'm saying people will always complain. I'm having the back of the booker for a second, and then I'm not having the back of the booker. Sure. I'm, ha- I'm doing it from both perspectives. I'm saying do you, if you're giving up because someone's going to complain all the time, but no, it's but so what I'm saying is no. If, if I'd rather it if one week. There's, there's no no. You don't put. You just put. Funny comes first. And funny comes you, first. Funny comes first. And, and that, if that means one week, there's four women on the show, or, or, right. or right, right. But, but you have right. to admit that's funny because it seems okay. Or four men on the show, whatever it is. But look at that booking from the whole year. Yeah. And 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 I'm saying more than not. It's people just not even fucking trying at all, and <laughs> that, that and 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 that's why because to me that's what's a little frustrating is that. I know what you're talking about, and yeah. that's not what I'm... But in all fairness, if if I thought everybody was really giving it a good shot, but sometimes I only know... You have to go outside of your comfortability sometimes. You should want to know, because when you have a fair and balanced show, it's not only for the comedians that you're booking, it's the audience that you end up with. Sure. Like, you end up with brilliant audiences. When I look at places like the best comedy clubs, it's so coincidental, or maybe not, to look up on the wall and look, you're always going to see more men than women, because it's 2019. You're always going to see more white men than black people because it's 2019. Right. But you don't have to necessarily see a lineup from a comedy club from the 80s we don't have to mention that still does the same thing. When you look at these clubs that are cool, you look up on the wall and you see a pretty cool mix of someone doing a, a decent job. Could it be better? Yeah, but that, that's a pretty fair mix. And then out of it becomes the most brilliant audiences in the world because the audience heals, hears a perspective. So it's not only, oh, for the mercy of the comedian, oh, give that person that is not... It's for the better of the show. So, I again, and all that, I do understand the other side of it. I do, I really do. If I don't, people think, what am I, a booker or am I a comedian? But I just think the side that needs the help is more to go, oh, right, we all know that happens. People try really hard, and no matter how hard they try, they get teased. Okay, that does happen, and I know it. That's not what you do. Right, right, right. And I know too many people, if you give them a bone, they love to hear, yeah, I know, there's nothing you can do. Well, you know what? Maybe you could do a little more. And it doesn't make you a horrible person, but try. Maybe it means if you're leaving a show and you know there's two women going up and you're a booker and you're walking out because you got to meet some people, you go, ah, Fuck! I want to. I got. I want to. I got. I don't. I've never seen these two. I, I, I'll stick I around say. and watch them, right, right, right. just so I can know. And even if they suck and I hate them, that's okay. Maybe I'll end up loving one of them. So if you want sure. it diverse, and I think I, I hate to throw a bone or a treat to someone that wants to believe, yeah, you can't do anything right, you know, because <laughs> I think you can try. So here's here's what what my what I was getting at with that is uh, there. there's absolutely a comedy club right now, and what they do is they look at the people who sign up for open mic, and usually every week about 42 to 43 people show up. And they go, well, we can only put 14 people on because that's, that's it's it's a hour-and-a-half show. We can't just drag an audience through, and we have to let our wait staff go. Yeah. The electricity costs money. So how do I pick 14 out of these 42? And what they do is they put up 80% of the women who sign up. They put up 80% of the people of color who sign up. And then, what are they left with? They're left with a ton who of white this? men. I, I don't want to say because I don't want the club to get... Just tell me, I'll edit it out. No, no, I won't. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got you good, but, you but here's the thing. So then they have to they fill the remaining spots with white men. And do you know what that means? 
nine percent of the white, or I'm sorry, nineteen percent of the white men get on. Well, let, These, let me this, this is what they're telling well, me. You, you said uh, at the beginning uh, that you know it shouldn't be equal at top if it's not equal at the bottom, right? N- no, like, no, no. Like, I was I was pointing out that there are different philosophies. I didn't tell yeah. you what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, yeah. But I was gonna say uh, sometimes you know it's not equal at the bottom because comedy and certain professions haven't always been open to everybody. It hasn't always been socially acceptable to everybody. And now if we're going to do good for the comedy community Uh that we're going to say, you know what, we are going to go out of our way to make an effort to show you a diverse group because we want to make the point that it's 2019 and in the future and for the good of comedy, we want you to see everybody doing it so you know it's open to everybody so anybody that's thinking about doing it can show up and feel welcome and and let me interge- but, but wait what you just said you you made a, fake, a terrible assumption which is you just assumed that in 2019 all the people at the bottom are not white men that's that's the assumption you made correct no i'm i'm assuming that all the people i'm going to on on the theory that the the top you know, you said should be equal. Should, He's know. saying there's a lot of I, I'm white saying, men and you, and that you're are saying not. It's not yeah. at the bottom, so why should it be at the top? Well, it's not at the bottom either, because it hasn't been open to everybody. So, so you're saying the bottom is not top, ha- or the bottom is not. Here's here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I I had a question. I asked this question a lot, not because I'm being a dick, but because I really want to know the answer. Which is, uh, traveling around the country, you meet a lot of comics, right? I've met a lot of white dudes who started in 2000, 2001, who have three, four, five, six comedy albums, which means they worked. They did a lot of work. They got on stage. They recorded. And because of technology, anybody could record an album during those years. Anybody. So what I keep asking people is, excellent. I'm glad that those white guys all have a lot of albums. Who are the women who have been undiscovered that have three, four, five, six albums? Who are they? Let's not speak in hypotheticals here. Let's actually name names. Because you, you would admit that if they're out there and they're not discovered, they should be discovered, right? And when people can't give an answer, I go, great. Now, who are the people of color who have four, five, six comedy albums who are being ignored right now? Who are they? Tell me their names. Who are they? Because they're obviously stuck at the bottom and they need to be can bumped you, up to I, the top. Can I tell you, full disclosure, here's when I get confused. Okay. I get confused, and it makes so many rights and lefts that I think it can confuse, I'm going to guess, some people listening. So it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, like I already said, we're, we're one, you think one side needs help, I think the other side needs help. Like, of course, like, I don't think that doing that means, like, that 80% of the, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way. But, like I said again... I don't think the. I think it's so. And by the way, just my opinion. Just and by the way, opinion. I'm not saying there's a right way and a wrong way. I'm saying there's probably twelve different ways, and we haven't we haven't explored but, all but, of but them. But wouldn't you agree that a Booker would listening to this think you got their back? And by the way, it doesn't mean you do. I think it might be a, seem like a. But don't you think a Booker would go? Yeah, thank you. Like I try. So some guy that really doesn't try. Right. You should absolutely try. The question but, is, but, what is the best way to proceed? But, 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 but I think, of course, and the, and the wrong way to do it, like, it's when you tell me the way that it's being done the wrong way, it's not like I'm going, oh, no one does it that way. No, no, I get it. You're telling me just a fact. That's yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. club does it. But I don't think that, repre- that, that that's, that's not right. There's a wrong way to go forward. Sure. And and I don't think in overwhelming this situation, that's why I was making fun of Jerry, because yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. his answer, and I and, and someone said after they heard my view, listen to Sam, uh, 
Cedar? Sam Cedar, because he echoed the same sentiment of, you know, you, it doesn't make you a bad person. You right. to, just to go, I, I, on this show, you just try to go, yeah, you want to not, and I love the part that I remembered, otherwise I get podcast hangover, that it ultimately makes better audiences. Yeah. Now, so does it mean that you then, oh, because everyone wants to go to the extreme to me, and, and I, and I want to get on the top of a building with a bullhorn and yell no. Oh, so I just think the funniest person be on the show. That's all I'm saying. I just think the funniest person be on the show. Just book funny people. Yeah, there's I no agree. way to do that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I agree with yeah, that. I'm just course. saying if you try. Yeah. You, there are funny now, uh, uh, and and especially now. Yeah. By the way, yeah. ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it was a newer thing. Women, okay, maybe then, but now we're talking. It's 2019. I'm just saying, if you try, I'm not saying that we'll be equal doses, but I think there's a lot more people that could try harder. That I feel you are sort of saying. I think most bookers would feel like you had their back, like well, that, and a lot that, of bookers that shouldn't have anybody's back because it's not that they've tried their hardest and you can't be right. It's because they don't really try. Well, let me say this: not only should you try, and we're on we're on board there. We're all on board there. You should try, and you should try really, really hard. But you should be very, very focused about your community and how you want to proceed and how you're going to do it for the betterment of your club. And there can't be any type of national generalization about, you know, it has well, to be Well, there really isn't except show. for a lot of people's opinions. At the end of the day, it's your club, you do what you want. Or oh. your night, you do what you want. People just right, right, react. Right, right, right. But no one's asking for a, a national law. They're just saying it's just the outcry of that community that some people are going, sure. let's try to be... Let's try to look at, you know. Right, right. But but then that goes back to my point earlier that the person in the audience who wants the club booker to try, that person who complains that there wasn't enough diversity on the show has no idea what the behind the scenes were. Some blogger for some think piece on the internet has no idea like what, what? the clubs are even trying to do. Unless and that's it, not fair at all. Right. But my attempt to say that more people need to try than that, that just write it off um, are not. Uh, that's not uh, that doesn't that's not in lieu of believing that story. No, of course, you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. why I'm just saying, like, all these are true stories. I just feel like, because again, like, that's why I compared this to Seinfeld because I was disappointed in him once again, and and I thought like uh, that that yeah, you can just say I will try harder, and then I don't again. Yeah, we we sort of we understand, like we're right. Yeah. We we get it. Yeah, yeah. No, but, no. I think, but, but I think we're on different pages. I think I think you think there's a lot more. Keeping it as simple as I can in my head, you think there's a lot, you know, just like bar shows around LA. Sure. Keep it just at that. Because that way I can imagine in my head. There's a guy, some even respected one, sure, not sure, just sure, a shitty sure. boy. You know how there's shows, they've been in the back of a room for 10 years and yeah. and they're, they're cool, they've cultivated great audiences. Not yeah. a comedy club even, just sure. those, all those great spots around LA we know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot tub show, the backyard show. <laughs> I think most of those shows do try a little harder than some of the clubs from the 80s. They end up doing it, and I think we all right. benefit. And I don't, and I don't think because of the absurd requests of some absurd stories, it's still, to me, at the end of the day, I'm like, the message needs to be sent, try. Well, here's the thing, too, that there's a disconnect on our communication right now because... Uh, feminism is a good example. There are all these different branches of feminism. Now, all the branches agree, hey, it should be equal. 
So we're agreeing on that. It should be equal. The different branches disagree with how. How do we make it equal? And that's all I'm saying, that there's going to be a lot of different branches in stand-up comedy with like, okay, we're going right. to do diversity, but how? How do we do it? And that's a complicated well, that's, that's field. A good by the that's way, a very complicated question, that, and that's the only that, thing that, I'm by the trying way, to bring up. Not just trying to like, because, hey, I can, we can end on two different pages. We're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, uh, making fun of somebody that we love's family. We're just, but, right. but, so, but genuinely. Do you make fun of my that, family? <laughs> that's something hard to move past. But uh, what you just said, I genuinely think, yes, that I agree. Of course. Of that course. Yeah, there are yeah, two yeah. ways. We all agree, try to have diverse shows, and there's two ways to go about it. And there can be wrong ways. Oh, yeah. There can be yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. ways. But I think if someone said, but what do you think the bigger problem is? I would go, I think I'm going to go ahead and the bigger problem. You know what it is? I, I hate this expression, but be totally honest with you. I hate to give the club guy. I love to throw love to the guy that tries and might still be getting teased within the community and go, it's all right, you're still doing a great job, just because a few people come at you. I said a few. If 90% of the people are giving you shit all the time, I might go look inward. I have to be very <laughs> clear with this. But if you're a guy or a girl and you really try to just keep your eye open, it doesn't mean every week it's going to be. Right. But at the end of the year, people can look at your roster, and again, because of it, you end up, I want you to know I, I got your back. And if a few people still tease you, that's okay. You can still do better. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. proud of what you're doing. Your shows, sure. you do a pretty good job. But I don't want to feed. And when I, I think if I misunderstand you, that means somebody else might, I hate to feed the guy. And I'll, do, and I'll tell you who the guy is. Or guy, it's usually I think of a guy. No matter what you do, you can't. I try to fuck you as you right. can. No matter what you do, it's not going to help you. I try a week. If you don't have one gay person, one black person, yeah. one Chinese person, when you want to go, shut up. I looked at your rosters. Don't act like you're fucking trying and they're just being so fucking hard on you. Well, it's back to that. And I hate to give that guy food. That I hate, to, I hate to make him think to sit in his house and be happy with his behavior. Yeah. That's back to the, the victim mentality. that, it, And it's the same guy at the comedy club who was asked to be quiet and he takes it personally. And it's like, no, 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 we're not telling you to take it personally. Yeah, somebody <laughs> told me to drop Sweet Caroline out of my act. <laughs> you you know, know what? I did it. I brought it back a few times. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, John. I, I see it most uh, in like uh, the, the production side. Not live show bookings, but like when Amazon or Netflix or whatever is making a decision on certain shows or, or whatever. Yeah. And, and I don't think that they're making that decision that they want more diversity because they're trying uh, I think a lot of comics will say ah it's the PC bullshit that goes along with it and they're make they're doing it because it's in their financial interest to do it and that's the only fucking reason they're doing it because they're major corporations and that's what they do they make decisions based on their financial interests so right. that must be what the demand is well, it's not a PC thing. It's a demand. Well, for I'm, I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you brought that up because you know it gets set before you look for talent. Budget that gets set before you look mm -hmm. for talent. And so I was actually hosting a game show, had a contract and everything. And the reason I got the job to host because I went into a conference room for free. And I hosted the game show as it was being developed. And they're like, Ryan, you know, we can't pay you anything, but if you can come back tomorrow, we'd appreciate it. And I said, Yeah, as a favor, I'll do that. So when the show got picked up to go to pilot they went yeah great and ryan will host and we'll give him 500 bucks to host a fucking pilot i went yeah that's fine let's do that and you know what happened there's a board meeting and this network said so we like the show yes and we like ryan yes and then one hand goes up and goes maybe we should get a woman for this one and you know what happened i was out and you know what happened next? They auditioned a lot of talented women. And then they went to those women with offers and they said, We think you're really great. This is what we can offer. And those women's agents went, 
No, get out of here with your peanuts. She's worth way more than that. Are you kidding? Women are in demand right now. She's going to, she can't be doing your game show on, you know, 40 episodes and not being out on auditions. Not for that money. Get the fuck out. And so they went to another woman and said, hey, we've got this money. And her agent went, no, no, that's not enough money. So you know who they gave the show to? A white kid who'd never done a game show before. You? Because no, not me. Oh. gave it gave it to somebody who was willing to work for less than I was working for, and it was a white guy. But if you're sitting in the audience at home, all you think is, oh, they gave another game show to another white guy, and you go, no, 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 they offered it to women. They just didn't have the budget to pay for what the demands were. So when you have people of of color who are in demand, when you have different genders in demand, different sexualities in demand, unfortunately, their price goes up. And unfortunately, the corporation sometimes goes, ah, fuck, we're a television. We don't have but any money. But that's good for your live show to book that if that's what is in demand. Uh, but, but Can it, I tell you something, if guys? If they don't have the money, they don't Can I tell it. you something? People are fucking idiots. I learned it a long time oh, ago. Oh, careful. Oh, people my God, Todd. People, people are stupid. People are oh, your papers are on fire. Todd, you idiots. can't. Oh, no. People are fucking is idiots. This, is this really, and I learned you're, it a long time ago. You're an idiot. Your paper's on fire. Shut up. People are stupid. I've been, God, I've been Todd, around this Todd, a long time. People are fucking idiots. Oh, Jesus God, we're not going to know what to do uh, next. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, we better take a break. By the way, that's my favorite bit ever. Just the people listening, I do the bit where I put my notes over the fire, talk about how stupid people are, and my whole my page is on fire. Listen, people come to a show like this. Do you have any betting music as we take a quick break? I'll tell you why they come to a show like this. Vinny, are you good over there? Do you want to get your saxophone out? Oh, your throat. Wow. Do you guys have a jug? I play the jug. Do you? Um, I can make well, I can make something like it. Here's what we're going to do. What? How long have we been going? Hour and a half. Wow. Here's what I like to do. We're going to come back. Did, would it help to go to the bathroom real quick? Come back in and go for the clothes? Yeah, let's reset. We're going to get we're gonna get so silly. You're going to sing. Here's what we're doing when we come back. Do you have another half an hour? Yeah. We're going to sing. You're going to sing. We're going to play some Rip Taylor. Guess uh, how long this animal lives. We got a call. Oh, we want to hear something real sweet? Play this real quick. I'm sorry, John. My mom left me a message. want to play this uh, going into break? Yeah, we'll play this going in the break, and we'll pee, we'll go whatever we gotta do. Pee. We'll come back in here. We'll we'll take it to close. But listen, but listen to this message. Hi, Todd. I found some really she has a cold. Neat pictures of me that I oh. think you'll like, and Ooh. one more of my of my of your father and me that I think you'll like. Well, anyway, give me a call, okay? Bye, Pinkin Head, Tookie 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 Wookie Mookie Mookie. We'll be back. That's your massage therapist? No! <laughs> <laughs> There's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers me. All right. Well, listen, here we are. We're back. We took a break because it's a professional show. Ryan Stout has a nice glass bottle of water. Look good over PC there. What does PC mean? Uh, Pacific, personal computer. Personal computer. Personal computer. Ah. Personal computer. Pistachio commune? <laughs> I have a question Piece for of you. Crap. You want to see how good your memory is? I have a question for All you, right. a little schnicky mucky. Oh, my mom. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> she was so nice. You know, because... Hi, Todd. I found some really neat pictures of me that I think you'll like, and one more of my... Of my... Of Vagina. Of father and me that I think you'll like. Well, anyway, give me a call, okay? Bye, Pinkin Head. Tookie Lookie, Tookie Wookie, Mookie Mookie. <laughs> That's your personal trainer? <laughs> She makes you lift weights, Let me tell you, you really you, have to... If you're a personal trainer, two more a message sets. like that. <laughs> Do you ever have a personal trainer? I tried it once, yeah. Learned a lot. 
Learned a lot and then got rid of him. I right. had one in boot camp. He was a real asshole. <laughs> for, for Old Navy? <laughs> <laughs> what, Aristotle? Did she call you Stinky Head? No, she, it, it's, it's a long story, but she's been drinking. Mm. Uh, no. No, I say no. That's what unfunny people say. They say things and then they go, oh, no. I no, hate when I say that. No. Just kidding. I, I do the just same kidding. Thing. No, was it Stinky thing. Head or was it something I else? I think st- just Stinky used to be. Finger. <laughs> I found some really neat pictures of me that I think you'll like and one more of my of my underfather and you won't me like. that I think you'll like. <laughs> well, anyway, give me a call, okay? Bye, oh, Stinky Head. Tookie, lookie, tookie, wookie, mookie, mookie. It goes on longer? Hold on, pause it. It was me. It was me. See what I did? See you guys with the music the whole time? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. No, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. Todd is backstage. He's refusing to come out. Come back to the studio, Todd. Todd! 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 Todd, it's because we no, got him was, earlier. That was my mother. That was your. If Ryan apologizes, I'll come back. Todd, I'm sorry, okay? I you thought I was playing. make a joke when I get out there, Ryan. I'm not going to make a joke, Todd. I thought I thought I was just playing the, the whole game where I we make sounds. That was my mom. I just made sounds like other sounds. That's all. That's all I was trying to do. Todd, were you crying? Oh, my gosh. I'm not crying. He's I'm not, chopping he's an not onion. crying, everybody. I'm chopping an onion. Todd, there's no onion. I know. That's why I'm crying, asshole. <laughs> John Bram Wagner's bit, everybody. Boom. John Bram Wagner's bit. Seriously. Boom. And I love it. It's a new segment on the show. You go, why are you crying? Someone says, I'm chopping an onion. And then you do whatever you want with it. It's his bit. I don't want to take responsibility. I stole right in front of him. I'm sorry, but it was right there. I couldn't help myself. It's such an honor to have the Todd Glass do one of your bits. Can I request a bit? Goddamn good bit. Uh, do, the, do the Seinfeld bit. I love it. <laughs> Well, it's an impression. Yeah. Oh, I love impersonations. It's an impression of baby Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. You want reverb in your voice a little bit so it sounds like you're on stage? Just a tiny? Just tiny a tiny bit? Thank you. Uh-huh. Go ahead. What's the deal with my food being airplanes? Look at that. Hey. Hey. I thought he was here. <laughs> I thought baby Seinfeld was here. I want to see what your memory is. This is a silly thing. I've got a great but memory, seem, Todd. Here we go. Do you really? Oh, okay, yeah. play Hey, Hi, Hello. Because I can barely learn it, and I've heard it ten times. <laughs> now, you don't have to know it after one time, but I want to see. Here we go. Hey, hi, hello. This is the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello. Thanks for stopping by. I like you, and I hope you like Kai. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, how are you? How's it going? No, he fucked it up. <laughs> oh, my God, Ryan, I saw your eyes. Just so you know, your eyes your eyes do not lie. They tell the proper story. There's a real version of that, a guy who ends all his YouTube pages like that. Okay. And, it, and, it's, and you can, if you listen a few times, you can get it. It takes me forever. So I saw yeah. your eyes. Your eyes understood it. You were going, and then your eyes started to go, no, now I'm not. because. And then that's when I realized, oh, this isn't the right one. This is somebody doing him, but doing him wrong. Uh-huh. This must be it. Okay. And by the way, can I tell you something that just happened? Yes. Uh, do you, have you ever played the game Miss Spaghetti? No. Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with meatballs on top. Can I have some reverb? And then somebody else goes, Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with meatballs and radio dials on top. And then a third person uh, has to go, meatballs mi- and radio dials Miss and Miss Spaghetti likes spaghetti with meatballs and batteries on top. 
Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with meatballs and batteries and gummy bears on top. Miss Spaghetti <laughs> likes her spaghetti with meatballs and batteries and an old boot on top. No, you skipped mine, though. You didn't do the gummy bears. Oh, and, uh, oh. Hey, hi, hello. It's the okay. Hey, hi, hello. Thanks for stopping Let's by. See. I like you, you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello. Hey, how are you? Goodbye. Hold on. I want to see your go that way and see if they can go longer. We went out at three. Let's see. You start it and then go this way. Okay. So oh, no. You start it and go this yeah, way. Yeah, you start it, Eric. What? Hey, Miss Spaghetti. Miss Spaghetti. Uh, yeah. uh, you go then. The original. Miss Spaghetti yeah, yeah. likes her spaghetti. No, with sing it. You got to put a little meatball. rhythm into it. Yeah, you can pick whatever. You don't have to pick meatballs. No. no. Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers on top. Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and feta cheese on top. Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and feta cheese and toenails on top. Yeah! What? <laughs> I've never been so impressed. Miss Spaghetti likes Banana her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers, Parmesan... Uh, it was feta. It was feta. feta. It was feta. He's out. Damn it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mrs. Spaghetti likes spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and fettuccine and toenails on top. And yours? Mrs. Spaghetti <laughs> likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and feta and toenails and peanut butter on the top. Miss Spaghetti likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and feta cheese and toenails and fuck. Oh, Miss Spaghetti <laughs> likes her spaghetti with Jolly Ranchers and feta cheese and toenails and peanut butter and ranch dressing and jellyfish on top. Whoa, let's end it right there. Yeah. Oh hey. my God, do we have any music? Hey, so. Oh. Something, oh, something fascinating happened. Go ahead, Ryan Stout is here with us today on, on the on the show. You you can tell I've, the story. I've played that game a lot, and if there's ever a distraction, like right before somebody's about to try to remember, something fucks them up real bad. I was playing this game with my girlfriend in the mm -hmm. car, and she dropped her phone like at a red light. I was driving, she drops mm -hmm. her phone, and it clink 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 on the ground. I couldn't remember a goddamn thing. You just get distracted. It just throws oh, yeah, you well, off that, completely. That, that, that's, I'm horrible with that. Oh, that yeah. Would, that no, that's just, hard. Yeah. When you asked me how my memory was, I thought you were going to ask about something from my past oh, or no. our past. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like, hey, can you memorize this thing from the internet right now? Can I tell you, that game... Why did I find so much joy in that? Because I don't want to think of states. What year was this person born? How do you spell a giraffe? By yeah. the way, here's the dumbest uh, dick in the world. He's dumb and he's mean. Dumb and mean is not a good combination. Um, or mean and cocky. Cocky, cocky and wrong. Cocky and wrong. Cocky and wrong. It's cocky and wrong. Not a good combination. Cocky I don't want to use the word dumb. Cocky and wrong Co and dumb and mean and <laughs> jellyfish on top. Uh you know who the dumbest bird is? Remember, this is a character. Can you put reverb in my voice? Wait, so that, wasn't that wasn't you? That wasn't you. This is a, a character. character. You know the dumbest bird? The dumbest bird is a giraffe. Because <laughs> those fuckers can fly, and they just run around like fucking idiots. Anywho. All right. So can I tell you mine? Yes. 
Uh, Mrs. Spaghetti? My cocky and wrong. Game, my cocky and wrong is based on a kid in high school that told me it's called Chi Chi Chong, dumbass. Chi Chi Chong. Chi Chi Chong. Yeah, so, uh, see, and then you look like an so idiot. I say, uh, no shit, Shamrock. <laughs> 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 Mrs. Spaghetti. Where's that come from? I have no idea. It was so, like, it's like a children's game. Do we have the hey, hi, hello? I believe it. It might be this. I'm gonna pop some tags on the gun When you're ready, come and get it Maybe no. at the end of this I'll do Whoa. that one, I'll do that one Come on, no, 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 right. that one? Who I'll knows, hey, hi, hello Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by I like you and I hope you like I Hey, hi, hello Hey, hey hi, hi, goodbye Do it again, do it again Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by I like you, and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Let's play it again. That's the way I do it for everyone. I want to be fair to you one more time. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hi, hello, this is the chat guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you, and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Okay, can you try it? Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. Hey, I like you, I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hello, goodbye. Play it again. <laughs> Fuck! Don't shut up! <laughs> there it is. Play it again, that's all right. Hey, hi, hello, Pause this it. is the Chad Here's the way I'm going to look at it, that way no one's... I don't care, it's pure joy for me. Let's say it takes you eight times. So What? You, 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 you yeah. look at it this time, if you, get, if you get one word off, and you're like, I, so what? With it, the fun thing will be, people are sitting at home right now. Could he do it two? Could it take him four? You know by seven you'll get it. Even if there's one word yeah, you're yeah, having yeah. trouble. We'll get past it, and I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. There it is. Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you, and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Now, Aristotle do it. Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. You forgot to say, there it is. <laughs> there it Go is. Ahead. Damn, it's so fun. <laughs> the there it is threw me off. That's like drop. <laughs> oh, okay. that's, like, that's why I try not the to real do that. Hey, hi, hello, this is the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. <laughs> you, uh, can you sing the hey, hi, hello, goodbye song? Could you like to call a friend to find out the words to the hey, hi, hello song? Uh, David, there's a lot riding on this. This is, this is my last lifeline? This is your last lifeline, and you have one fifty-fifty. All right. Which I don't know if this could help with something like this. I don't know if... I think... <laughs> I'm going to use the 50-50, I think. <laughs> okay. AT&T, put the words up from the hey, hi, hello, goodbye song. It's half the words. Half the words? Hey, hi, hello, this is the chat guy. No, no, it's you. Stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Are you able to repeat the hey, hi, hello, goodbye song? Of course, at this point, you have only 50-50 left and okay. you have a 
billion dollars riding on this. All right. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Here Would go. you like to hear it one more time and you'll just win a half a billion? I'm, I'm going to go for the full billion. How about we knock 20 bucks off <laughs> and you lend me 10? <laughs> go ahead and play it. You want to hear? You want to just go for it? I think I'm going to go for it. What are you going to do with money like this, Ryan? I'm going to buy new windshield wipers because I just need You're some You're going to buy new windshield wipers? Yeah. I like a guy with a sense of humor. I'm going to get them out of diamonds. How will this Diamond chip? windshield This is wipers. a lot They're of money. You could walk through. right now. I was talking. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. We could walk right now. You could walk with seven hundred thousand dollars. I just had. A, I thought I was going for a billion. You are. That's what? the next one. Okay. But you could walk, I could right, walk now right now with seven hundred thousand dollars. What would you do with seven hundred thousand dollars? I'd probably make a YouTube channel. <laughs> and you. you <laughs> And you'd need all $700,000. I'm not good with money, Regis. Yeah. Well, go ahead. All right. Here we go. AT&T, turn on his microphone. I'm trying to make it like the real show. It's all I ever wanted to do was have fun. Hey, hi, hello. It's the Chad guy. Hey, hi, hello. Thanks for stopping by. I like you. I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello. Hello. Goodbye. So close. God damn it! No, you're over. No, Ryan. Ryan. I'm gonna burn this fucking place. Hold on, no, he's slipping (laughs) out. Oh no, Ryan. Oh no, that's Ryan. No, you're fine. You're fine. Doesn't look good at all. Ryan, you're fine. Stop, stop. Turn the music off. He's having. I'm. Ryan. Oh god. This is embarrassing. This is. No, Ryan. 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 Stop. Remember what I said? If we have. No, you got. You got it right. You got it right, Ryan. Yay! Yay! Got it right. You got it right. No, what were you so upset about? We couldn't stop you. You got it right. That was so fucking amazing. I didn't think you were going to get that in one. Yes, of course you did. That was amazing. Wow. (laughs) Flying colors. It's a fun game. (laughs) Hey, let's all try it. It's pretty easy. Hey. Okay, hey. I'd like to try it now. It's, Let's I mean, all try it. Okay, Let's here we do go. Ready? Do it as a group. Uh, hey, hi, hey, Larry. Hi, that's coming over. That's too hard. Good guy. Too hard. Well, how do we close a show like this? Let's Harris Whittles, are you on the phone? At least I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> is Harris Whittles on the phone? Harris? Yeah. Well, your name's Moon Blued Good. All right, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. So fuck you. Oh, <laughs> I know you're joking. Where does this line go? Harris goes right to where Harris Whittles is. He doesn't know we have a we sent a microphone up there. Somehow we can hear him just uh, talking to us. You know what? I always thought that was mean when you guys put the microphone places where people don't know. Because I was in your bathroom once, and I think it was real embarrassing. Because I was in there, I just wanted to wet my hands in the toilet a little bit. Can I tell you something? I stopped doing that a long time ago uh, because I thought it was disrespectful to the guest. I did start. Do oh by the way, do you have to go to the bathroom before? Because we're going in the clothes in ten minutes. Do you have to go to the bathroom? I I don't. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, is it just through there? Yeah, it's just through there. The bathroom's right in there. Okay, yeah, I'm going okay. to go. T- right, I'm cool. just we'll just wait. Little... Okay, yeah. We'll just wait. Ryan has wooden shoes. <laughs> now listen, I still have a microphone on in there. So let's turn it on and see what he's doing. Oh, my God, is he I just... Oh, I feel bad. He's like crying and playing in the toilet? I don't think I got this on right. I think I got it wrong. I feel horrible for you. I think they were just placating me. Oh my God, he knows. I wonder if they're going to give me the billion. If these fucking guys don't give me the billion. He's the joke. 
He's oh kid, no wonder God. he's so upset. He thinks he's, think he's getting billion dollars. That, that's I not the weird thing. He's playing money. in the toilet water. Oh, I, I didn't even think that about that. Maybe money. it calms him down. <laughs> if I don't get that money, that dog is going to die because oh, I just beat shit. the shit out oh of that dog. Oh, my God. We don't he have it. So many times I hit it. Well, we're we're going to we're gonna have to go get that dog. Hold on. That's why I named him Houdini because he can really take a punch. Oh, my gosh. Is he pouring the toilet water in a glass? Oh, now he's getting in oh, the toilet. Oh, I think he's, he's like fully in the toilet. He's dipping his foot in it. Like. Yeah, he's splashing around in the toilet. Oh, my God. It... All right, everybody. Guess what time it is. I think it's time. To run from that bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Away from it. As we go to close... Is there anything that you want to say, uh, John Byrne Wagner? Hey, Cod. Yeah. yeah. Cod, I found this, to- this this phone in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Harris? Is this Harris? yours? Yeah, this is my, that's my phone, I yes. I can't believe you have a phone that just leads from the toilet to the studio. Yeah. It's, it's very convenient. Uh, I, I, I mean, you guys you guys can't hear me in here, can you? No. No. Oh, all right. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, I, Just no, the walls no. are thin. I could kind of hear you we guys talking about you right it. Right no, now. Hello? Did you Hello? ask us well, if no, we can hear you? Hello? Hello? We can't hear you. Hello? Hello? Uh, uh, it must have disconnected. Hello? Hello? Oh, God. I think can he's I tell you something? When he comes back, don't overly be nice. Don't, seriously, because he's a little sensitive. I think I felt bad my heart went out. He thought because he got the He knew he placated him. We didn't right. do it from a mean spot. No, oh, don't, here he comes. Here don't he comes. overly <laughs> do it. Just tastefully <laughs> do it. Hey! hey. Fun. Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna close with a song. I never thought I was gonna put all this pressure on you. Now you think, what if it? What if you can't sing? It doesn't matter. You'll we'll put some reverb in your voice. We'll we'll maybe we'll talk a little in the in, in between verses. You know, whatever. Todd, Todd, you didn't believe that that voice class story, did you? No. Oh my God. No, you said that George you Carlin. Have to, am I gonna have to sing? This is but, not going to be good. Well, if it, even if it isn't, it's okay. Or would you? That's not, even but, better. But you have to be comfortable. That's it. If you're not comfortable doing it, then I say don't do it. Because I don't make anybody. <laughs> Andy Frasco tried to make me I'm, sing, and I never got over it. <laughs> it was a wedge between our friendship. Well, let me tell you this: that voice class story, completely fucking true. I believe. Oh, you got us again. It was all switcheroo. Damn. I think uh, you you were gonna you asked John if he had anything to say, and it looked like yes, he did. John, what did you have to say? Sorry, thank you, Eric, for pointing that out. Oh, thank you, t- Mr. Glass and Mr. Olson. You're welcome. Senator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, don't you have something you want to announce? <laughs> oh, you have a podcast. Oh, I have a podcast. Nothing Burger. With uh, Daniel Kaufman. Uh, I love Daniel uh, Kaufman. Dan's great. Dan's the best guy in the world. And he has a great podcast, uh, Myoclonic Jerk. By the way, he's really put, good. That's like a show that uh, you would hear on NPR. The way he puts it all together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good! It's yeah. Very he really well does a nice job producing that show. It's it, it's it makes you it it's like you know it's like a well oiled. Uh, well, am I making sense? Yeah, you're making great sense. Fuck. It's it's really produced. It's a really good show. He, the fuck! I was just trying uh, to throw the guy a solid. Uh, so now we're gonna do a, a, a weekly show. It's called the Nothing Burger Podcast, and uh, I named it that because you know that's a term that comes up a lot in science and uh, recently in politics and really fucked me. I think a lot of people now think that I chose nothing burger in response to the Mueller report, and I did not. Are you a uh, scientist? No. Ah. Hey, can I ask you a question? 
I heard Alec White uh, did jump a little Alec something. Alec White did oh, the intro music. Oh, he sure. Great. Uh, sure he did. <laughs> you know what? Can I can I do this properly and give Alec White the credit he actually well, well, deserves? Well, we can just do it in post, and then we can talk about it on the other side, and you'll send it to Aristotle. But we'll, oh, we'll send right you. Oh, oh, you do? Uh, John has it, so I'm going to... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. No, leave all this in, then. I'm not giving Aristotle any more to edit. Do you want to do a Frank Sinatra song, Ryan? Can I can I pitch my new album, Man in the Suit? I like it. Go buy it, everybody. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know what? Matter of fact, I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. What are we um, doing now? We'll pick a really cool clip and we'll play it. And on the other side, we're going to then we'll take this uh, we'll take this whole thing home. It's thundering out. We'll play a really cool clip for you, and enjoy it wherever you're at. Like, matter of fact, why don't you pause it if you're thinking about taking a shower? And on the other side. Well, you'll hear a crack of thunder, and on the other side, you'll get to hear some of Ryan Stout's new album, and then uh, we'll let it breathe a little. You know, we'll let a little bit of it breathe, and then you'll be like, wow, I want to hear the rest of that. So on the other side of this, we'll be back. I guess what I'm saying is this. Every joke you ever hear in your lives is going to be just like anal sex. Some of you are going to like it. Some of you are not. But to figure out which person you are, the rules are the same. Relax. Have a cocktail. Let me in. <laughs> because if you spend the whole time tensing up, it's only going to hurt. It's only going to hurt. Why would you do that to yourselves? Don't blame me for this. I'm good at it. Just let me catch a rhythm. There you go. I let it breathe. Uh, you know, you let it breathe. You can't just try to play thirty seconds of something. You let it breathe. You let people, you let people uh, figure out what it is. Uh, well, I love it. Uh, wish we could spend another hour in here, but we are going home. Uh, what What did you want to say about uh, Alec? Alec White is band is the Family Business Band. So if you go to familybusinessband.com, uh, they're going to put out their fifth album this summer. Uh, you can find his music uh, on iTunes, Facebook, Spotify. His uh, songs are great. And if you live in Madison, Wisconsin, he does work at Comedy on State, so go say hi to him. And he made this for Monday, our first episode comes out Monday. That was that was good. That was generous. It was a generous piece of music. <laughs> Wanted to smoke it up a little in here. <laughs> so what song? We're gonna just do it all live right now. How about my? Uh, I'll you do pick my a way. song. No, no, you pick it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do the end of my way. I'm sure. Of I it. know. But my you know what? 
You want to try? We can do a lot of the beginning of it. Okay, here we nah, go. Yeah, here we go. So everybody, we thank you for listening. If there's dogs listening, you're you're just so cute and you're delicious and you look at you, All look right. at the little dog. Do you want to do you want to do it from the stage? Yeah, I should do it from the stage. And we could put the words up on the screen. Would that help you? Do you know what's crazy? Well, I can't see the screen from the stage. Is the problem? No, I'll turn it. You'll turn it. And can I get headphones for the stage? Oh no, but we'll put it through the house. Do you know what's crazy? Oh, okay. This is still the cold open. This is still the cold open. I'm going to tell you something you were a part of. This was the first show ever that we never actually got to do a show. We just did the longest cold opening in the history of the Todd The longest cold opening, folks. The Todd Glass has a way of making my life sweet. These jokes are so funny. They all come so fast. Close the show out tonight. Ryan will be uh, Ryan Stout will be singing Trying my way. Sing. Well, the band is here. They're arranging themselves right now. I can hear the guy on the on the on the train whistle. So Ryan, let me tell you something. Let me set the stage for Ryan. Let's take a picture. He's got a you know nice black fitted jacket on. There. He's on the actual stage. Blue. He's on the stage. It looks crisp. It looks good. And if you need us to, you know what they do sometimes? They throw to the crowd when they have a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <coughs> I'm already. Uh, hold on. Let me. I'm already a little. Uh, mm. How, how's that? Is that better uh, for you? Uh, oh no, you're go. Oh, can you put some reverb in his? Uh, that's, that's <coughs> hold on. Go ahead. Uh, now. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna try it. Is that good? Reverb. Yeah, that's great. I love it. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. There's too much phlegm. My friend, I'll say it clear. I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full. <clears throat> I've traveled each and every highway and more, much more than this. I did it my way. Regrets. I've had a It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like 
every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Network.